Good evening and welcome to The Real Study. With your hosts, Mr. Snippets. So like two teams with that movie, it seems like. Either people love it or they hate it. Okay, I I do too. I do too. Black Girl Marvel. I cried laughing. That was hilarious. (laughs) Tyler makes films. It's meant to for us to kind of contemplate. Like, I don't think his response to me is completely appropriate. Like, it makes sense that he would react that way. All the movie things. I think the thing I why I enjoyed it more too was the fact that we were going to talk about it from this perspective. The pre-review with Iggy. The pre-review is where I tell you about upcoming movies coming to movie theaters and beyond. And me, the real study movie voice guy. I probably would have like been in love with this movie as well if I had watched it earlier, like when it came out or maybe right after. Let's go to the poster wall. Welcome to The Real Study, and I'm already being told that there is no sound, but that's okay. Uh, We are here, and there should be some sound, so at least you'll hear us. I know that. Um, That said, we're going to be broadcasting tonight from TikTok as well as YouTube and Twitch. Uh, As always, my name is Mr. Snippets, and to my left is Black Girl Marvel. We have all the movie things, and of course, Lieutenant Commander Ray is returning, and we are here to discuss... More DC animated movies. But before we get into that, Black Girl Marvel has a wonderful announcement for you guys. And here she goes. Hello, everybody. Uh, Just first and foremost, we are trying out a new thing here, streaming on three different platforms. So please let us know if there's anything different or weird on your end that we could probably clean up in the future. But hey, this is trial and error. Enjoy it, okay? But we would love for you guys to follow us on all social media platforms. That's Instagram, TikTok, um, Facebook, Twitch as well. We would love to have you here. If you are watching us, we love you. If you would like to take us on the road with you wherever you go, we have podcasts. Our podcast is everywhere. Um, what is it? Vocally, audibly, excuse me, what to say? Uh, but we you can are pay for on... my travel expenses. Yeah. And then I'll just go with you. Exactly. Yeah. Simple as that. Each and one of us. If you pay for us to be there, we'll be there. Um, <laughs> no, but we are on Apple, uh, Google, Spotify probably also podcast republic probably everywhere you stream podcasts you will find the real study and if you would like to join us on our discord we also have that located on all of our platforms where you can join in have conversations with us maybe even request a tv show or a movie for uh for us to review and watch and who knows maybe on the tiktok side of things you can join us on a live in the future and join us in the conversation but you have to have watched the films so to note the films that we are going to do, you have to join the Discord and be a part of the real university. Take it away, Mr. Snippets. And thank you so much, Black Girl Marvel. Oh, that is a great pitch, and we always appreciate it. Uh, we are, of course, always getting further into all the things that are entertainment and movies. And with that, we have the real news. Now it's time for the real news. And the real news goes over all the news that has happened in the last week. And, of course, uh, we still have the continuing writer's strike that has not ceased, and for good reasons. Uh, We haven't actually heard Brian's take on this. He's been gone a few weeks. Uh, Where are you at with this, Brian? What do you want to give us your input, your thoughts? I mean, there's not much I can say, like, than what I've already kind of, what other people already said and what I've kind of, like, already said before. Um, 
Um, and I kind of like did a, a post on TikTok about it. I only did like one where I was like, this is all I'm going to do. I'm going to talk, I'm going to like share about like, hey, here's other like actual screenwriters that will be striking. And these are the ones that you guys should be like listening to. And then also um, I've just been reposting the experiences of other screenwriters mm-hmm. during strike. Okay. And it just makes sense. Like, and the two big things, you know, is like new media, which is funny. Cause it's like, it's not new media anymore. Like right. it's been a thing. Like even when, I mean, this is how old it is. Like 2007, it was still mm-hmm. like considered new media, which made more sense. But so they're still working on streaming and like getting residuals for streaming, um, which they take advantage of creators Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially writers and whatnot mm-hmm. on yep. all those streaming platforms and then the and then the resurgence or not resurgence but the growth of ai and this is moving mm-hmm. so fast and i'm a big like i'm very much like anti ai in in those mm-hmm. areas um what's funny too is a lot of people say like ai should be replacing the executives that I want <laughs> which is totally good because <laughs> just they just analyze data and like everything you know yeah mm-hmm. and yeah, which AI is like perfectly suited mm-hmm. for, but um, I feel like AI would do it better though. Yeah, exactly. Like mm-hmm. down to like a yeah. um, more accurate data point. But yeah, I mean, it the thing that AI would do would it would just like replicate things that would be very, I don't know, it would feed a mass audience, you know, but it'd be very just like bland, you know what I mean? Like we wouldn't get mm-hmm. any like we wouldn't get all this variety that we kind of want. You know what I mean? Sure. Like people are already talking about how there's too many similar movies out there. So just imagine it would just be that much worse with AI involved. Like we would just get very similar movies all the time. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. Let's just like keep supporting them. That takes as long as it takes, you know I mean? Mm-hmm. And we got a potential sag, strike coming up and also a possible dga strike coming up so because their their negotiations are coming up and sag is very much the next one to pop up and there's already talks about them going on strike too so and if they all strike like a literal yeah, yeah we're not gonna be like we're, we're gonna be nothing shutting down at once. basically if we're gonna do any shows one. like this we would have to continue with older movies because there'd be nothing left to review that's coming right out, which is fine it's I fine. think it will decrease the time too, though, because I think that that's, that's maybe idea, what yeah. the like the reason for the length of the previous strikes is because yeah. I don't want to say like a lack of solidarity, but there's really not like if you're not striking with the other people in the art, then it, there really is no incentive. But I think if everyone strikes, then they're kind of mm-hmm. like, well, we're really at a standstill now. Yeah. So sure. it's going to be better for them to come to a more amicable agreement faster yeah and the and, and the big big thing behind them even though yeah, yeah you're totally right like they should anyway be in solidarity with each other regardless but the big thing that they're all going to have a common battle for is or against is ai and they're each yeah. each union has their own kind of thing against mm-hmm. it you know mm-hmm. that just makes mm-hmm. makes sense from the like yeah i think you're totally right with all of them kind of backing each other up and support each other it's gonna it hopefully yeah. should close or narrow I think you're gonna window s- of negotiation yeah. time i think you're gonna see a lot more of this across the board in every industry because a lot of industries are going to be hurt by ai whether it be good or bad oh um, yeah it's yeah. not just this and the, industry and the writers and the, and the writer strike is very much a repre- represent 
expectation, even though a lot of people outside of like creative work, you know, in the creative industries don't fully understand it. But the writer strike is definitely a representative of other um, mm -hmm. industries out there, you know, that would, even though a lot of other things aren't, aren't creative, but what, what we see here would definitely affect, just like you said, all other areas of, of work, you know, so anywhere where there's anything, any, anywhere where AI might be effective, you know, yeah. obviously mm -hmm. any form of writing, any form of IT or even HR to some degree could probably be yeah. taken oh, over. Oh yeah, totally. And it's it's yeah, scary. Yeah. Yep. Um, we lost a couple of people this last week. Uh, of course we lost, yeah. uh, Ray Stevenson, which was kind of out of the blue. Nobody saw yeah. that coming. Um, yeah. And he was pretty he was filming while it happened, I believe. Yeah. yeah. And so he's a oh, you know, geez, really. big icon, but a Marvel icon, of course, uh, with more than one role in Marvel. And then, of course, we lost the Queen of Rock. Tina Turner died this week yeah. uh, at the yeah. age of 83. Was, like, such a surprise. It, yeah, it was um, 83 to me. I always I always count it. Well, if people can get above and beyond the the, the average, then yeah. I always think they're doing all right. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, so that's that's sad news, of course. I believe um, she was ill, ill as well too. I believe she mm -hmm. was ill. She had like a man. Makes sense. She had some contributing factors as well. So. Right. Um, let's see what else is happening in the news this week. Uh, let's see. I will say too, Tina, like being a huge Bond fan, her song for for Goldeneye was like one of my favorites. Yeah. Um. Wow, I'm just having all sorts of problems here. Uh, my apologies. Um, that okay? Therapy's out there. <laughs> it's right, and I could <laughs> I could go to therapy, but I'm not, you know. And I oh, should. different problems. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cinderella's curse uh, is going to be the new um, older oh, story that's going to be turned <laughs> yeah. into a horror. a horror movie. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to get a Cinderella horror movie, which is fine. The original story had feet getting cut off and stuff, so that works really well. Yeah. Um, let's see what else is happening. Uh, worst person in the world is that the name of a new movie? I think it is from the director of Barbarian. That's uh, an interesting one. That's a hard article to read. Good Burger Two is uh, slated to be out, and of course there was people catching uh, um, Keaton uh, out there doing the, the filming, and uh, people of course yeah. are terrible because they were actually giving crap uh, to. Um, Keenan's partner, I always Kel. Kel is his name. Uh, they were saying, "Oh, how weird he looks!" And like, people grow older. What is wrong with people? Let this negative crap go. I don't understand. But it. He don't even he look weird. Amazing. He looks I know, the same. But that's what people are saying. <laughs> yeah, it, it he makes looks no the sense same. The only difference is he put on muscle. That's the only well, difference. You know? So he grew up. Weird. Is what you're saying. He he became a, yeah. you know, an adult. He's an he's a man. Wow. He's a man and not a boy anymore. Oh, also, oh, I don't know see. if anybody knows. I didn't post this anywhere, but um, one of my favorite TV shows of all time is The Librarians, and um, they are coming out with a librarian spinoff. So <laughs> Dean Devlin is a is attached to it as well because you know he's one of the creators yep. created and everything like that. So I'm uh, it's almost I stalk like a him on Twitter. Yeah, it's pretty because, much like a second spinoff. Because yeah. the because the show is based on the series of movies they'd had. They had, they had, like these, they had yeah, they right. made for cable movies, mm -hmm. and oh, then they okay. made the series the off of that. They made the series, so now yeah, they have another one. Yeah. I love the movies. I think all the movies are are actually on Amazon Prime for you to watch, or like yeah. or like attached to Amazon Prime in a way where you can like where you can watch like 
on like Peacock or Tubi or I think they're I think they're like everywhere for the most part. Right. I I know they're for on Freebie for sure because it's mm-hmm. it's that network. Right. But yeah. um I, I love the librarians. Like this one is supposed to be about like uh it's kind of like a prequel in a sense where like oh. a, like a librarian goes back like he I think he goes either forward in time so he comes to like our time where like there's like a, the library has an annex and now he has to like figure out you know what's going on. I think it's a guy, but I'm not sure. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited because I felt like the librarians got canceled way before its time. I don't think people knew what to do with the librarians. I liked the movie. I, I only saw the movies. I didn't watch the show. I love the movies. The movies are really good. I love the show. The show was like a, like a new generation type, but still like had that mm-hmm. same like whimsy and fun. So I'm excited to see what they do with this one because I'm just a fan of Noah Wiley. So if, if Noah Wiley yeah. is in something, I'm just like, okay, I'll watch it. Cool. I just, yeah. you know, it'll take much. <laughs> so I'm a big fan. I, I never watched the show and I, even, I worked on season one of the show. So <laughs> oh, wow. 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 Yeah. Wow. Wow. I mean, I was kind of there. So I like, I knew what was going right. on. I was like, I don't need, right. to, I don't need, to, I don't need to watch it. It's I know what's happening. Like, right. Yeah. You knew the plot. You had already read the script, I assume. Yeah, no. I mean, no, I, read, okay. I read the sides that we'd get. Oh, okay. Day, but that was about it. But so it was like, so I, so my experience of the show is like it's all just like pieces. Some 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 yeah. days would would be like episode a chunk of episode two, and then later in the week we'd like do another episode. You know whatever we could get basically or what location because wow. that's how it goes. It's like so out yeah. of sequence. It's just like yeah. which is why like like a script supervisor is so important because they got to keep that continuity going. But yeah, it's it was fun. I implore you all just to watch the first episode of Librarians, a TV show. Just no Wiley's great. I'll give you to that. See if you like it. I love. I love the show because it's not. It doesn't take itself seriously, and it's just fun. It's just fun. Yeah. So, but yeah, but this is a person who loves animation. So I'm just like, I like everything. I like everything, <laughs> sci-fi and whimsy and stuff like that. So, yeah. uh, Bad Boys Four. Why? I, I, apparently, they're making one. Yeah. I always have to ask the question, why though. Listen, uh, I'm okay with that. Wasn't Bad Boys for Life? No, that was the third one. That was the right. third one. I know. Yeah. They, it's a missed opportunity. <laughs> this right. should have been Bad Boys for Life. Right. But yeah, I know. Forever. If they aren't careful, yeah, they're going to go forever, down that FF yeah. path, man. <laughs> it's it's, it's going to go that route. Maybe they'll have a Fast and Furious Bad yeah, Boys crossover. My thing. You know? I'm okay with it because, you know, I'm a, I'm a fan of Martin Lawrence. I'm a fan of will smith and oh yeah no, i love they don't come out with boys. these movies enough for me to be like oh my god right. as opposed right. to yeah, like yeah, yeah. as opposed right. to like uh fast and the furious even though i'm still I, I still saw fast x and enjoyed the heck out of it but oh my god um, jason momoa oh my god cool. he was being so good in his <laughs> life like, do you understand me he is amazing <laughs> he was so good Man. he was just yeah. they were just like hey jason um we're gonna give you lines but yeah. just but just be yourself while you're just doing it just do, like he's just yeah just, just do, he's like He's having so much fun. He's having movie. so much fun, and, and it, you can feel it come off the screen. It's yeah. like so. It's so good. Like I was it's like rooting like so for good. him in the movie. No, for sure. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was so like, he's. I was like, he's smart. I, <laughs> I know. Host, I was like, well. God, yeah. I, like, it's worth <laughs> it. It's worth watching just to watch him. Like, it yeah. is just All to right. watch him. He I was going to it. anyway, to but him. there you go. I like it. Um, he was yeah. great. He was great. Let's see. I'm here for Bad Boys Four because I'm excited to see. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch that. The elements because he, you know, spoiler alert. If you didn't see the third one, there's mm-hmm. a child. There's a. Oh there's no! A, I didn't know he had a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a there's an illegitimate child, and I'm like, and that to me was compelling in the third one, and so I want to see what they're going to do in the fourth one with that one. So yeah. I'm excited. I don't. I don't right. remember if Michael Bay is attached to this one. 
Might be I mean, maybe producer, but I don't know if he's directing it. I would assume producer not, on some. It's level. going to be less explosions. I'm right. pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> less explosions. <laughs> more, more regular angles instead of from below, right? You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, Those, you know, it's going to be a lot of booty shots. You know? We got Citadel yeah. season two coming out, so right. the most expensive show continues. Kind of weird. Like I didn't hear anything about the first season of like it being worthy of a second season. So right. It's just weird for me to watch two really beautiful people act and I'm just kinda like, okay. <laughs> oh, distracting. you know what Yeah. Um, who is in that? Priyanka and then Priyanka who? and uh, yeah. I cannot remember his name. Madden. Um is that his name? Michael. I mean, oh, not Michael. Yes. Yeah, Richard. Yeah. Yes, Richard, Richard Madden. There it is. Um, like, Michael honest, Madden. Um, <laughs> yeah. I never saw nothing that I wanted to see Richard and like for real, for real. Like he's <laughs> he's a regular attractive guy, and maybe that's gonna get me stoned. Right. I don't know. Like he's okay for me. Like I don't get the appeal. Um, I can see that. But like he was Prince Charming in the live action Cinderella, and other than hmm. that, I'm unimpressed. I don't. Hmm. He he did not blow me away as Icarus. I didn't care one way or the other. Right. I mean, that's how I feel about a couple of like attractive actors. Anna DeArmas is one of those people who I'm just kind of like, I don't seek her out in film. I don't mind her. I don't think she's like atrocious of an actor like that. That'll be like crazy. But I just feel like it's it's a pretty person being pretty with, with different words. Right. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think sense. it's weird how pretty is becoming less. Somebody's they've been talking about the loss of the movie star lately. And I think there's an element of the loss of the uber attractive actor being the person that, that everybody's so you know keen to go to. Because I think, of course, 12 year old and 15 year old boys and so, lesbian yeah. girls are going to go for Anna de Armas. But, you know, that's. You know, because she's pretty, but yeah, you, you, she's a pretty face, and that's it. Wow, but I, think I do that look was like Max Headroom. Thing, right? Because back in the day, Hollywood was like this: like these beautiful people. Oh my God, they're glamorous. But then, but also they were talented too. Like it was like they weren't just right. like pretty because they were pretty. They were pretty and like super talented. 100%. And now, and then now Hollywood has made it so that they're like just get a pretty girl. And you got it, and it's like yeah. now well, they we're do in the music where, industry like, too. That's cool, but like they gotta be talented too, though. Yeah. Like, correct. Like, yeah, no, I'm you with be you. Pretty, but you gotta blow me away with your acting. Like, I think we're finding like more diversity in what's what mm-hmm. we think is attractive too. Like, I, I think true. you know, like we're wanting more than just you know this chiseled kind of look or. The, yeah. the what you call classic Hollywood looks, you know, right. you'll you'll say. I think, I mean, like I think, like Anya Taylor Joy, she has a very unique look, but mm-hmm. uh, like I think she's attractive. But like, I think, mm-hmm. like, you know, would she have been cast in things in mm-hmm. the '80s even, or the like sure. '50s or '60s, you know, kind of thing? But, mm-hmm. um, I think. Yeah, I think we're, and it's such a subjective thing, obviously. It is, very much so. You know, so, I mean, I love what we're seeing now, just like so many different kinds of looks. and and, I love it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love it. Because if even if you think about it, as as beautiful as I believe like Holly Bailey is, she does have like an ethereal alien type look to her. She does look unique, that's a good point. She does, you know, she does like, but she's beautiful. And then, but also you're kind of like, Huh, she doesn't look like I've seen right. other people look, but dang it, can't stop. She's beautiful, you know what I mean? So it's just right. like, I yeah, like yeah. that she, they're not like 
it's not the same kind of like cookie cutter face or like the same yeah. kind of I think faces, like imperfections you know? are becoming more we're right we're accepting of more imperfections right. you know like I think right. like like you said it's a good point about the diversity I think of what we consider mm-hmm. attractive but I also think that there's a, a shift there was obviously a lot of yeah, attractive yeah. actors and like at, in the old 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 days mm-hmm. right and then mm-hmm. i think that we had this what like 30 year stint where it was just like the people were really pretty and like they, i don't know that they really were doing that much you know what i'm saying the scripts were really heavy <laughs> uh-huh. they're sure. heavily doing the yep. work um but now like we do have a lot of attractive like even i would say conventionally even non not mm-hmm. yeah. attractive, well, look at look at all no, the five really australian blonde women right <laughs> right <laughs> But like, um, and we talked about this a little bit on uh, the week that we did uh, Kate Blanchett um, mm-hmm. with yeah. Benjamin Button, and I was we I was talking about um, like Brad Pitt. I think because his career has spanned such a long time, kind mm-hmm. of through a number of these different freight different phases, phases, yeah, that you have to be able to back your talent up, right, with work. You know what I mean? No, as for sure. well as your looks, like for sure. I think we're getting to a point where it's kind of like we're bored by people that are just pretty, um, yeah. or at least some of us are. And so right. if we can't do it, then we're not interested. And I mm-hmm. appreciate that that that's the direction we're going because I love a good movie, and I don't care if the people are ugly. I think yeah. the no, yeah. story is cute. I'm in. But yeah. also, like, like uh, Hollywood, that machine tells you who is pretty. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. I was just right, gonna say, you? like, there's like <laughs> yeah. this theory I've I've kind of always had too of like, now take them out of this movie or whatever, or how many movies mm-hmm. we've seen them, and like, would if I saw them in a coffee shop, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, never saw them before in my life, would I still think the same of them, or is it just mm-hmm. because I've seen them so many times, yeah, and I've liked them as these characters, yep, right, that I've found that, I've found yeah, that Hollywood, Hollywood, cool right, you, this, this machine, Hollywood yeah. tells you who to love, oversaturation tells you who's yeah, beautiful yeah. because like, because like. Yeah. Cause like if you see somebody in like full face makeup and like the most beautiful gown you ever seen in your life, you're gonna mm-hmm. be like, my God, duh, that yeah. person is gorgeous. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and Brian, Brian, and you're you, gonna you lose agree. your mind. We have but cameras. When they're on the street, you know, when to tweak the street, them too. Going to Target, yeah. You think they're ugly mm-hmm. because they don't have a high dev camera taking a picture of them. Right, they don't have right. a full face of They don't have yeah, diffused light, light, right? right? Lighting is such a thing. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're getting yeah. shot in the day. They're getting shot with no makeup on. They're getting shot with a cheap camera. And that's yeah. the reality. We all look like shit yeah. in that format. Like and everyone else. Me and talk, so they're like, I look like shit in it. But that's, you know, <laughs> they're it's... making faces while they're talking. Right. Like, no, I like this. So there's a new trend on TikTok that I saw where celebrities are showing their like glow up photo, and then they're turning around and showing three of those like, mm-hmm. look at me in the reality, and it's it's yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish more people yeah. would right. would do that, you know, to prove it's that all, it's just it's, a fake. It's, it's all an act. It's it's all filter. Yeah. It's all like real life filter. 100%. Makeup is real life filter. Oh, the yeah. cameras is real life filter. You know what I mean? So, I mean, like... I was I was taught how to like light women very mm-hmm. specifically, you know, like compared to like mm-hmm. you know, just, just general me and, lighting. Me with a yeah. selfie, so, like, like whenever I'm like lighting <laughs> a woman, I like use soft as light as hell. Like I soften that light up and just like less shadows. Mm-hmm. Like the, you know, it like makes yeah. wrinkles kind of disappear a little bit too, mm-hmm. you know, because it's just you don't have the harsh light on it. Um, but yeah, it's like even that alone is, I mean, you're filtering 
Right, and no, that's not sure. even counting all the contouring makeup you can do to like slim the face or you know yeah. get all the different corners. Uh, and even for everyone, even for like men and women, it's lens, like irrelevant. Lens focal length is a huge mm-hmm. thing. Like how much you compress the image and everything. Yep. Like you can make someone's yeah. nose look bigger than it really is, or their ears kind of come from behind their head. Even yep. like, yeah, it's wild. I but. think a great example of just kind of like a regular person was. I'm not sure if do you guys follow Jay Stoops? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On TikTok. So this was maybe in the fall. I can't remember. It was a while back, but someone, someone commented on her video that she was catfishing because they saw like a real life picture of her, and they were like, "You don't look like what? that in real life." Like they said that. Why? She because like, she's thicker. Actually, looks like she's yeah, thicker. Like she puts, like I don't. But I think it's she does they probably don't see her full body very exactly. much. So right, think, exactly. Like, they can't see her body. And they, the way she angles her camera makes oh, her look thinner. Like, you can't see like Mr. Snoopbits <laughs> below so this. Weird. Yeah, that what, is weird. What am I also, below this? You know. But also, I'm not making videos that say that I'm a size zero and exactly. all these other not, things. So what? Like, so what am I catfishing? Totally different. Right. Like, I'm I, not yeah. even. I'm not even I, showing you my body just so you want one sexual over sexualize yeah, right, me because exactly. you probably already sexualized my yeah. face. Correct. So like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm showing you That's what you thing. need they to see so that I can talk about exactly. these comics and these TV shows that I want to talk about. Yeah. But since you wanted to dig into my life and you see that I have a body, now you're mad that I, I don't show that body and you right. calling me that I'm catfishing. Just like, stop following me. <laughs> like it just, all has to do with angles, lighting. Honestly, yeah. it's all smoke and mirrors. Like, let's yeah. just be real. Like, well, everything we do, even here, is a little bit of even a smidgen no, of smoke yeah. and mirrors. You know, we're trying to light ourselves right. We're trying to yes. Yeah, I put like a filter on this thing. Yeah, I smoothed yeah, out with the skin because sometimes she just woke up. You feel me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what are we talking about? Like, when uh-huh. people are so weird. Like, I literally went to a hockey game, bought like this hockey jersey for detroit and i was like oh okay because nice. you know I, I you know it was very it's very, i still have it i love it to this i can't wait to the winter because i'm gonna wear it again but mm-hmm. i took two pictures that day right didn't really realize the angles of the pictures that i took but one picture she was looking felt i was like oh we this is what she goes to the gym for this is oh, what she looks yeah. for and then the other picture i was like i need to go to the gym harder. like it was but it's it was so just funny. two different angles. It was like yeah. one was like it's up a, here, yeah. so you didn't see all of this. The yeah. other one was down here, yeah. and I look like two different people. Yeah, it's all smoke and mirrors, baby. That's I need crazy. everybody to get over that. It's all smoke and mirrors. I know. Just... Yeah, in my experience, people have always looked better in real life than in their photos. Mm-hmm. Like whenever I met someone, I'm like, oh wow, your photos do not do you justice. Do you justice? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. And the, most of the time, people don't know how to take pictures, so they really don't. That's do true too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the world yeah, yeah, yeah. of the selfie oh, is not a good world. So, um, you know, a little bit more news, and then of course we have all of you our. We have all of our movies to review still, of course, the whole reason we're here tonight. Uh, Blade Runner 2099 is being pushed back, but it, you know that's still a concept that we might get. And of course, the Thunderbolts is now on permanent halt uh they are not yeah. filming anything there so oh, marvel movies deadpool are gonna 3? get yes so go ahead very unique thing about deadpool 3 like they're still they're still gonna go forward with it but ryan reynolds since he's a credited writer on it he can't improvise they have to go to the script exactly as it is they cannot do anything yeah, because no he would have to get a writer credit yep. and, yeah and because it, it no, counts as wild. writing because they're technically oh, rewriting wow. the script yeah 
even though it's improv on the fly. Kind of hilarious. Not sure how that's gonna go. I know. Like, like, those things thrive in an improvised environment. I feel like the majority of Ryan Reynolds period is is improvising. I feel like he stays with the script in a certain way, but then he'll do a thing, and you're like, "Well, that's kind of guardrails." Like, you know, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So some people are very worried about Deadpool 3. <laughs> One of the reasons I'm reason. worried about Deadpool 3 is because I want uh, Marina Baccarin to be in it, and when she was on Michael, Michael Rosenbaum's um, podcast, mm-hmm. she stated that they were still like in negotiations talking about it. I think it. they reached a deal. Did they reach a deal? Because I'm like, because so. I've gotten into yeah. arguments with, in, with these incels online that's like, <laughs> of course. I mean, the movie's called Deadpool, but I was like, the first two Deadpools are... A, literally her character is a, right. the plot is surrounded around her without yeah. her there is none of these movies exactly. he don't even become Deadpool without her he would have just yeah. died if he if he didn't have her so I was just yeah. like she is a, a a mainstay character to me I I, yeah. I it's not that I'm not saying I don't see these films without her but I think I it would agree. be a travesty not to have her no totally yeah, she's great films. anyway so it's yeah no for sure yeah so I was fighting. She's in she's in one of the films we're reviewing this evening, actually. Marina Baccarin oh, yeah. background. She's uh Talia Al Ghul uh in one of the films. Oh, yeah. Uh yeah, she is. so that's the news. Why don't we move right into oh. the uh movies? Uh we'll go ahead and put up the mm-hmm. poster number one here. Uh oh, poster number one here on both of these platforms. So we are going to be talking about Justice League, Throne of Atlantis. This is a return to the DC animated universe, mm-hmm. which we had done previously, uh, where we watched uh, Flashpoint, Flashpoint Paradox, uh, Batman, Son of Batman, uh, which is, of course, Damian Wayne in that case. What was the third one we watched that night? I don't remember, actually. I don't remember. Um, but tonight, it'll be Throne of Atlantis, Batman versus Robin. Uh, and it was then... another... Uh... It was another Batman movie. Um, it yeah, was yeah. Justice League, Flashpoint Paradox, Justice League War, Son of Batman. War, <laughs> okay, War. Justice no League wonder War. I forgot because yeah. I hate that movie. That's why I forgot. All right, that makes yep. perfect sense. That's why I forgot. Um, yep. It, yeah. it makes sense. Uh, this one uh, is a 2015 release, so weirdly almost eight years old, but it looks nice and clean still. Um, this was strangely my first yeah. viewing. Um, Brian, first viewing? Oh, yeah, all these like. Pretty much any, if we're going to watch any DC animated stuff, it's always going to be a first viewing for the most part because I don't okay. generally watch these. And I don't remember how much I liked the last three we saw because, which is funny, like you I mentioned, you forgot. Um, I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry, but these movies are very forgettable. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, if I remember, I, I think you didn't like the Justice Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I almost yeah. very specifically think that you didn't like that. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> corny now to be fair i think these three yeah. are better than the 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 three from before but flashpoint paradox right. i think is still good um yeah, but i think yeah. there's more intriguing things in these so we'll, we'll definitely get into that uh so uh, ray was this oh, your wow. first viewing get, get that get that uh yeah, that no, camera I've off button ready the animated one. <laughs> okay so uh la is of course the facilitator of the DC animated universe for the real study. So I'm going to go to law first this time, uh, since she is the only one that had seen this movie yep. previously. I had not as well. Um, now I'm weirdly with her. I've watched almost every one of <laughs> yes. these, yes. but law, what, oh. what, what made you pick this particular throne of Atlantis, just sleep movie. And what'd you think? 
Um, well, because these are a part of the DC animated movie universe films, like these are the what this is number four in like 16 movies that's like in their wow. own like universe. Mm. Um, that that's all like connected in their own universe. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I picked it because I wanted us to focus on this universe because right. there are a lot of DC animated films, yeah. but some of them are like the Tomorrow Verse or like they're mm-hmm. they're different um, or one off like, universes. Yeah, and like some of them are one-offs. These are like interconnected. These have like the same characters and they pop up in different movies and stuff like that. And I just wanted mm-hmm. us to kind of like watch a better DC version of like a Marvel <laughs> universe type thing. I just wanted us like to have fun with that. Um, but uh, Justice League, Throne of Atlantis. I like this film because this film could easily, um, I felt like they took inspiration for this film for Aquaman. But just but just didn't do it. But just didn't do it as well as the animated version did in my book. Mm-hmm. Um I I don't know. I like animation period. So like to mm-hmm. me DC makes some of the best animated movies uh of all time in my book. Uh I thought this one was fun. They had like um they showed Mara in a way better light than, than the live action films did. Mm-hmm. I prefer animated Mara because she's like a badass mm-hmm. in this and um, she don't say stupid stuff in my book um, <laughs> or make like stupid comments or anything like that. Um, I just felt like these films are like an hour and change and they have so yeah. much in them. Right. That, um, I, I, sometimes I watch movies on the day and I watch all three on the day and these I finished these so fast. I still had life yeah. to live after I finished <laughs> these films. <laughs> and so and I was like, whoa, that's wild. But I don't know. I just, I felt like I watched a full length feature film that could have been like two hours, but felt like an hour and some change. And I, mm-hmm. that's why I like these films. There's they're so much and they give you so much. And I guess mm-hmm. it's because it's animation, you can do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the way that like everybody's portrayed in this film. I will say mm-hmm. that Cyborg always gets played in these movies, but. I know. What the heck? Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I'm just kind of like, I'm just like, okay, I get it. He's he's a cyborg. He's like he's the only better. one holding down the fort. You feel me? I'm like, he's you know? way better than this. Like, where's he's, everyone else at? Like, yeah, he's he's way better than this. You know what totally. I mean? And and also, it shows like the the start of the Justice League. It starts. It shows that like mm-hmm. they are yeah. as united as you know them to be later on, and mm-hmm. like right. maybe like Justice League United or other stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I just like seeing the beginnings of things. You know, people mm-hmm. are. You know, I've had arguments with people that are like. Why are people like this? And I'm like, because it's an origin story. They can't be that powerful in the beginning. Right. <laughs> like, you know, like, so to me, this is like an origin story of this group figuring out how they, how they like, are how they cohesive and work together, and then bringing Aquaman, mm-hmm. who is normally known as like a whack character, made fun of right. character. I felt like this was like a resurgence of that character. Um, I, I enjoyed this altogether. I, I yeah. like this one. All right. How about you, Ray? Um, I like this one actually. Like. It like in my brain, I was watching it, and I think that each of the characters was portrayed better mm-hmm. and written better than the Aquaman version. Like you, like it's clear. Like I, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, I understand it derives from the comics, and you know, there's kind of um, benchmarks. You understand like these things happen to the character, but how they're written. Um, is very specific to whoever's in charge. And I think that these characters felt more fleshed out. Like, I didn't know if it was possible that I could hate Orm more, but I did. Um, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> he was so terrible. Um, 
And I like that they showed how quickly they took to Aquaman to, like, come to his aid. Like, we're still going to help you. You're going to be part of our team now or whatever. Um, I, I thought it was really well done. I wish that Aquaman was this well done. We got a better movie in half the time. Right. How about you, Brian? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I did enjoy this one more than than some of the others. Um, I did have some some of my weird things, like some very nitpicky things, like like Black Mana. I'm like, wait a minute, like I thought he was like yeah. a human. Why is he like? I felt like he was Atlantean in this one for some reason. He was because t- he talked to like the mm-hmm. the uh, the the royalty of the Atlanteans as if you know he was part of them. So. Right. Um, and maybe I just missed a little detail on there, but um, so there was that one little thing, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I love there's a lot of little fun. He is Atlantean, things. though, by the way, he has like an Atlantean ancestor, but in the live action, they made it this so that he was just like a, a human being that just huh, I always thought he was in the comic books, too. Though, but, <laughs> Interesting. Um, Interesting. Anyway, I think different, um, I think different writers, different iterations, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is probably like New 52, this is a hundred percent New 52. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, this is yeah. with Superman, sure. Wonder Woman are. Yeah, that's usually my like gauge. Like, is this New Fifty Two mm-hmm. based on Superman's suit? Like, right. he's got the high collar. <laughs> yeah, he's got the high collar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I had some weird things too. Where I was like, how is Orm like just taking down Superman? And I'm like, okay, maybe it's magic. magic. I don't know, but <laughs> right. I'm like, God damn it, it's always magic. Yeah, yeah. Magic. it's always magic. Like, Whenever he gets down, you're like, magic. Yeah, I'm like, mm, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's but uh, and there's some fun stuff like. Aquaman still doesn't doesn't know who he is, you know, fully, mm-hmm. and like he isn't sure about his own abilities. And like, someone tries to stab him with a knife, and it just breaks. He's like, "Oh, I was curious about that." <laughs> like, he just lets himself get stabbed with this knife. But, um, but yeah, like I am always like really impressed with the animation in these. Like, they do a really good job mm-hmm. with the animation and the voice acting is always solid. Um, I think this one we hear Nathan Fillion again. Mm-hmm. As, yeah. as Green Lantern, a couple times, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, He's my favorite Hal Jordan. <laughs> and uh, damn, it was, her name was like escaping me. Who was Rosario Dawson? Yes, Rosario Dawson. I was like, I know who that. I know who that is playing Wonder Woman. Um, so it's it's good to hear those voices. Um, but yeah, this one this one was probably uh, this is gonna like indicate like how <laughs> the other ones are gonna go. This one was probably my favorite out of the three. That I watched. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Get ready, you guys. Interesting. Uh, man. Okay. This is my okay. least. This is my least favorite okay. of the three. But I tend oh, to wow. really. I but I glom on to Gotham. If there's Gotham involved, right. I'm I'm in. I'm a bat stan to a very large degree. I've always enjoyed all okay. the family, the Batgirl. You know. I mean, I am too. Never, I'll get there. Never okay. Mind. No, no, and fair. But see, <laughs> oh. a lot of people have a problem with Damien and the dynamic that that creates. And so we can definitely get into it. So for this one, uh-huh. I love that this is Aquaman, but far better. I didn't see Aquaman smell yeah. his armpit underwater in this movie once. And I was very happy to see that. <laughs> That's um, hilarious. He looks like a badass, but he's still kind of tiny. Like, especially the guy he fights in the beginning for the lobster. Mm-hmm. Um, like, that dude yeah. was stacked. I was like, Lord, that man is huge. Um, yeah, yeah. But I loved that. I, I loved him like bonding with the fish slowly through the movie uh, until he's like, well, I guess I can talk to him. And I like that he didn't understand why he just could. And I'm okay with that. But I love him protecting yeah. the fish or the lobster. And then the lobster seemed just like lethargic when he lets it go. It was just like, you know, it's a lobster, but still. <laughs> um, I, 
comparing this to Justice League War, because this is technically like a follow-up to Justice League War, because mm-hmm. this takes place in the same Justice League comic books yeah. just later on when they introduce yeah. Aquaman. Yeah. And so when when they get to Superman and Wonder Woman in this, they don't act like Neanderthals like they do in the first movie. In, in Justice League War, they act... Yeah, they, for, they just, for, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I tapped into that. I was like, okay, right. you yeah. don't act like that. Yeah, she she, she no, sounded no, no, intelligent. No, no, no. She didn't sound <laughs> like uh-huh. a cave woman. Yeah, yeah. Superman didn't yes. sound like just a macho man. He was much more like, oh, oh yeah. Diana. There was the Lois Lane like jealousy thing, which I really liked because I like yeah. knowing what does Lois think about all this. Ooh, um, I know. Jimmy, when she came in with that small that, bill, I was like, she jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy follows that woman into the worst situations, and I don't understand why, but that's that's Jimmy Olsen for you. Um, but yeah, no, a great, great cast, of course. Um, Batman in these movies always bothers me because he they have to, like, make him more brutish and more stoic in order to drive home who he is instead of just letting him run the Justice League. Um, and seeing him in this versus the other two movies, is he's a very different Batman, and I, I don't know mm-hmm. how I feel about it. Um, but this is like the only Aquaman I've liked, like as far as seeing the character, the version of the character. I like Joseph, Jason Momoa. I think he plays a fine Aquaman, but in a terrible yeah. film with terrible right. kind of everything with him, I think it would be better if it was this, but just put Momoa in there. And that's essentially what they did. Yeah. Um, also, yeah. um, his mom was a badass while in the movie. Yeah. She was kind of weak. Yeah. and um, Yeah. So I don't know. I. No, I didn't I hate know, it. She was kind of weak in the movie, like compared when they came to this. To compared to this surface, version, is what I'm saying. Well, we never see her in the water, really. Right. Like I feel like right. that's the I feel like that's the difference between the two. When okay. she was on land in the live action one, she was like kicking butt, like she was pretty dope. Yeah, but we never saw her like as a leader in the water fighting. They just really got right. rid of her really quickly. <laughs> in, right. in the live yeah. action one, they were like, "You get this one scene, and then you x out." Until we come back yeah. to you. One thing you know. that I did note, uh, whenever Mira did use her water skills, that was a sound effect from the original Super Friends back in the 70s mm. that they brought back. That <laughs> boody, 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 and it was a, and yeah, I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. neat. That was kind of like nostalgic. Uh, and, and it was great. That's um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I like the way she used her abilities, though, as opposed mm-hmm. to like in the live action. If because we're comparing them, so we might as well just keep comparing sure. them. Because sure. like in because like in the live action. Um, she didn't have to waste that wine like that. But anyway, um, in the, because because the DC, because this one shows us that she kind of like just pulls it with her. Like, I'm not saying she creates it out yes. of thin air, but like she pulls it, like if there's an ocean somewhere, she pulls that from the ocean. She does not pull in liquids out of different places and they were surrounded by water. <laughs> in right, the right. It was just kind of weird. But in the animated one, I loved like how she had like water daggers. And she was like up close yeah. fighting, like like in in the I was live like, action. That's a perfect just, murder weapon. No, for right. real. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, it really just melts is. and it's gone, or like she just like, yeah, makes like, it oh, disappear. Yeah. But like in the live action, you didn't really see her like fisticuffs a lot. Right. And in this one, you saw her yeah. like she she gets dirty. You know what I mean? She gets mm-hmm. she's kind of like a a water Diana in a way, mm-hmm. like she's like a water version of Diana, like she's a warrior above yeah. being like a princess or whatever, all that kind of stuff. Right. So I, I like this. I really like good, that version of Mira. It was a good juxtaposition too compared to Arthur, who really didn't mm-hmm. have a lot of experience. No, just brute you know, force. Just... how experienced she was and how powerful mm-hmm. she, like, yeah. Yeah, he's good like hand-to-hand, you know, even drunk, mm-hmm. but still he had to like get roughed up a bit first. You know what I mean? And I but dig that too, especially as her. like an origin story of his character. Yeah. Like he shouldn't be the best one just coming out yeah. of the gate. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 
So don't you guys feel like Shazam and Flash were basically throwaways in this film? They didn't feel like they were there enough and we didn't get much but just jokes from them. Maybe even Hal, I would say, were all just kind of the the sidekick joke yeah. characters. Right. I mean, I kind Which, of feel like Shazam's yeah. always kind of used as like... Yeah, he usually is. From comic relief. Right. You know, I'm not really because well, he's the kid, though. you know. And he's Sean Astin. Yeah, it didn't movie, bug so that me. works. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it didn't really bug me none. I, I mean, you, you always need a little levity in these movies. If if they weren't there, it would just kind of be like a very harsh kind of... They brought like a light and a levity. They brought like some things. Uh, but also, they're always like with a team as big as the Justice League, everybody can't get no airtime. You know I mean? True. I, like, I'm thinking like that's maybe a detriment to the length. Is because yeah. it is yeah. such a concise uh-huh. story. Like yeah, you don't yeah. really have like because like you were saying, wow, there's so many in this series. Like mm-hmm. each one might be more focused on one or or a couple of characters. Right. But Somewhere not else have a line. Not yeah. everyone. Yeah. Right. Like the like in the wars, we did see much more Shazam. Shazam than, yeah. than yeah, yeah, this yeah. one. But yeah, because yeah. It, it was his origin, though, we got to see him turn oh. to Shazam in a sense. Yeah. Um, Here's an interesting thought. So Green Lantern is essentially the police officer for our galactic realm, right? That's his job. Right. Mm-hmm. So, or their job. Um, so why would he not know that capturing and interrogating criminals was a better way to go for Batman? I, know. I felt like that was kind of a weird <laughs> misstep yeah. for a cop. Um, mm-hmm. Well, because I don't do that think, all the time. I, I mean, just to play devil's advocate, because that's the first, that's sure. my favorite thing I like to play. Um I, I think it's more so the lines that like I don't I don't know he knew what Bat Batman was doing, so he was just like, right. oh, you're just trying to stop these dudes from yeah driving fast and shooting guns. Like here you go, I stopped them so for for the cops. This, like let's go. It just shows how much like he like understands Batman and what he right. does. And Batman, right, Batman. Like, like I don't. I don't, I don't think care. they touch yeah. Gotham enough to know who these yeah. people are in these sacks that look like scarecrows. I don't think they're there right. enough. Right. And so I think for him, that's I love that scene because he was just like, so do we know this? Do we know that? Exactly. Know? Yeah. It's like, do we know? <laughs> he's like, thanks. <laughs> and I like how he, he, does, he goes right over. where he's supposed to go right after. He just he knows where he belongs yeah. as fat as right. Batman goes. But yeah. um I don't know. Again, it, it's also weird because Superman always feels like he should be the de facto leader of the of the Justice League, and you can tell Batman will not have any of that in the New Fifty Two. Oh yeah, it's like um, direction. Yeah. Right, but it is right like away. it's Tony and and Cap, Cap you know, Captain basically. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but right. Superman but feels it's, like it's the, the wiser like leader. Figuring out, oh. figuring out what you do because I believe like even in the New Fifty Two, like they become like they co-co-leaders in a way yeah. like sometimes mm-hmm. one takes mm-hmm. the one takes the lead the other takes the lead and i like that right. this is showing you that like they don't really know right who's the leader yet it's like right. batman's like i'm doing my batman thing because i'm the leader of my people so right. i'm just right. do what i'm normally doing and then super right. is kind of like well, i don't have people and i ain't i just lead myself so i'm just gonna kind of figure it out as i right. batman could also be like you know the contractor that doesn't want to do the job but you brought me to the site so i'm going no, to just go sure. work like yeah, let's yeah, go to work do right it. yeah do it so, yeah feels like that it's a good right. analogy because he really yeah. like i think in these i don't really get the feeling and maybe that's just the writing um where a lot of the other iterations of Superman, um, he wrote. He really felt like he was trying to take on mm-hmm. the 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 culture, right? Yeah. Um, and these, he just feels kind of apart still. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like he still feels 
like he thinks of himself as an alien mm-hmm. and and i don't know that i've seen a lot of other versions of superman where mm-hmm. he feels like he thinks of himself as an alien right like he yeah. grew up in kansas and that was his family those were his people yeah. and like he, he and these he does I, I don't get that from him Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he talks about yeah, it two yeah. separate times. He brings up to Diana, he's like living among them and trying to be one of right. them. Right. And then he talks to Arthur about, hey, I'm from an alien world and, you know, I know what it's like to be rejected or not know or, you know, I would want to go visit my family if I could, if I mm-hmm. if I could meet yeah. them. Um, yeah. And you're right. Normally, like he, he talks about Clark Kent as... That's who he is. The real version he, of him. Right. Yeah, While Superman really is this character yep. he plays um, mm-hmm. because he's trying to be larger than life. As Clark, he can make mistakes. He mm-hmm. can screw up. He can yeah. have a life uh, and be human. While Superman's not allowed to have that, like, at all. Uh, right. As a mm-hmm. kind of a rule. Makes sense. Um, yeah, see, this is these movies, I didn't feel like we could talk even in this depth with the other set of films we did. Um, while this is giving us a little bit more. Um I always think of Aquaman as weak until he brings the sharks, and then I go, oh, that's right. He has sharks. <laughs> that is um, so funny. Right. I mean, killer whales weak, and sharks. Dang it. You know? I forgot you talked to sharks, bro. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Not that a legion of, of crabs wouldn't be uh, awful. Like, I wouldn't want to yeah. deal with, you know, 100,000 crabs. Sure. Um, that would be terrible. Uh, but still, I always think of him no, as a weak sure. character. Um did you guys have a favorite character of these seven in this particular film that like, ooh, I liked the way they were or did or anything like that? Nobody, st- nobody standing out? Arthur. Like, I really think that he was the, the strongest mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. Like, you kind of got more of him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't hate Diana, but that was, I mean. That's a low bar. Didn't right. hate her, right? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm she was still like, like Rosario, Rosario's yeah. Wonder Woman, like Rosario's yeah. Diana. Like I'm always big fan of hers. I don't know. It's I guess like her voice because it still sounds like Rosario Dawson, but it kind of doesn't either. I think she's also like adding a layer of something to her voice to mm-hmm. just kind of uh, stand apart, so she doesn't like sound like herself too much. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, I like Diana because I feel like this is because we didn't really get her origin. I feel like this is a Diana to just just kind of like just came to earth so she still has like this like warrior mindset like this like kind of like a clearer way of thinking that that worked for her on the island but won't work in this world right and i like that her and superman figuring things out yeah Mm -hmm. are like still trying to figure things out you know like she still kind of like looks at the world with like a wonder Mm -hmm. and then i think and i think like the softness of her makes sense because she's in between those movies where we didn't see her obviously she's been mm. here and in this world working so mm-hmm. like i like that you could see a difference in her character because if she just went from that movie that other justice league movie to this one and she was the same character it was like all right ain't you been here for a minute right. <laughs> like, yeah you're no longer you grabbing ice cream from little kids and you know what i mean like, <laughs> oh my you God. Been, like, yeah because you can even tell you can even tell in how she spoke she spoke yeah. like a a child kind of like yes we will bring freedom together yes. sir like hers it was very much like that and then in this one she's like Huh, this does work. Like she's it's like it's yeah. smoother yeah. in this one. Like the whole so. scene in the diner was cute where she yeah. was like dressed just like Clark basically. Yeah, like, you know, where like, she's like this does yeah. work. Like, yeah. They don't but, know. Yeah. But, yeah. but see, I, 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 like so go ahead, Brian. 
another like silly thing that I had was like the, how they always try to like shoehorn like all of these other characters in there. Like we saw Steve Trevor. Right. Like, why is Jesus yeah? Running? Why is every military thing have to involve freaking Sam Lane? Like why is it always <laughs> Lois's dad that shows up it's whenever the military is involved? They're like, come it's on. <laughs> Because DC really limits the characters that can get playtime, I think. Um, (laughs) Regarding Diana in the glasses looking like Clark, the one thing she can't, I don't think she can adopt that mild-mannered attitude that Clark adopts that makes him Clark. Uh I think she would still stick out like a sore thumb because somebody would say something to her and she'd beat their ass in the street. (laughs) And then there go the glasses. I was nervous that she was going to blow it when they came through the plot. I was like, please, Lord. Right. She'd be like, to the streets. You know, little, or something. I think she's a little bit smarter than that. Like, I'm not gonna say a whole bunch, yeah. but I feel like she's a little bit smarter than that to know that, like, you can't break your cover. Like the whole reason you're wearing this. The like, whole reason yeah. you're wearing right. this is so yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. break your cover. Mm-hmm. And I, I think she's a touch smarter than that. And I think somebody could talk to her kind of like sideways. I'm still nervous though. For <laughs> I don't know for sure, for sure, for sure. Because when he called for the yeah. deck, and I was like, okay, well, maybe we have enough time. <laughs> thought that lasso i was not sure right yeah that sword's hidden somewhere yeah (laughs) right it's right in the boob or in the back (laughs) one careful one weird thing i noticed and i love i love green lantern's ability to be basically anything and of course how is a fighter so he's always a fighter pilot but the the construct the cleaner (laughs) yes that was just i was like dude why not bust that out every time like that's the most powerful (laughs) thing you've ever made why are you just vacuuming up bad guys right yeah but they're they're swimmers so they're falling from 10 stories like they're they they're not going to survive that fall no, for sure. Yeah. But that's why I love like how Jordan. But he's just out there like, mass murder. You and know? I like and I like Nathan Fillion's like take on him because like mm-hmm. he is the levity, he is the fun, he is the superhero mm-hmm. that's like, I'm a superhero and I can create any type of construct. Okay, it's it's very Star Lord creating Pac Man. It's like it's right. like it's, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean. It's very much like I'm just was, creating. My now that you mention it, there was thing, one thing that oh my god, it made me so angry. I don't. I had to pause the whole. I paused it. Because he said something, he said something about magic stuff always, like, gets on his nerves or, or makes him nervous or something like that. Mm-hmm. So you're Aren't you magic? Am I confused? Or is the ring magic? <laughs> yeah, like... Yeah. It's magic. It's a magic ring. Like, Come on. Yeah. You can I thought science he, it up I, all you want. I but think, it's a... you know, for sure, it's, it's a magic. magic. Like, it's extraterrestrial. <laughs> no, it's magic. No, it's magic. <laughs> magic compared to science in all of these realms is really strange to me because the you know i love the arthur c clark quote about you know the you know yes. far advanced technologies is indistinguishable from magic that's you know not yeah. verbatim but i mean like um, thor talks about that how like on his right. no, yeah. world you know they're one of the yeah. same kind of, you that's know. why right. thor too that's my favorite scene where she's like is this a little yeah. she's like uh-huh. yeah she's like I'm like, it's science. But doesn't that (laughs) mean that Superman wouldn't be subjected to magic? Like, I don't know. know. Right. Yeah. You were going to say something, Ray. I like it. No, I was going to say, yes, in Thor, because like Mm -hmm. when she was like, this is what you're doing to me. And she was like, no, that's not it. And she was like, also, it is. I can show my work. It is. (laughs) And she did. And that's like one of my favorite. I don't particularly care for Jane Foster in these films, but like that was like one of my favorite Jane Foster moments because she was just like, ma'am. Yeah. Yeah. It's science. science. Okay. Thank you. I'm I'm educated. I can be here. Yes. 
<laughs> All right, so we have hit our half an hour for talking about Throne of Atlantis. Why don't we go ahead and rate this film? We'll go in the same order we did before. How about you, Lala? What would you rate Throne of Atlantis? Oh, and since we are on TikTok, let's just put this out there. Um, so we do have a format. This isn't like just a standard live where people are just kind of yeah. gabbing on. Um, and when we rate our films, it's one to ten. It's for the individual rater to decide what that scale is. And it's personal to all of us. Um, mm -hmm. And then you'll get a rating from like the real study if you follow our letterbox. Um, so know that Law rarely ever gives tens. I'm just putting that out there before she rates. And um, yeah, go ahead. And Snitty always gives tens. Snitty always gives I'm, a, I'm, a, just, I'm just like ten. Like yeah. Oprah, just you get a yeah. ten. No, literally, because no. of nostalgia. <laughs> I'm much more like I'll give a two and a ten. Like yeah. I, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing in between. Yeah. Right. What's an eight? Um, I, I don't know what that is. I. I don't think I will rate any of these films that we're going to watch eventually again. I try not to give us three more of these close to when we, yeah. I'll try to do this like once a month because me, I could have, we could have did this for like two months. Like we could have, <laughs> the DC animated universe, but everybody ain't cut like me. So I'm not, and I'm not going to subject people <laughs> to things like that. So uh -huh. that's why we will probably do these once a month so that we can watch other films and, you know, have a palate cleanser before we watch these but um so i probably will never rate these lower than like a seven or eight or something like mm -hmm. that because like i i enjoy all of these for what they are so mm -hmm. i give this film i give this film like an eight they give some eight i like mm -hmm. it i it's it's i like the animation i like the story i like i just i think it's funny it has some dramatic moments has you know i i dig it so all right how about you ray I would probably give it a seven, seven and a half. Like, I really enjoyed it. I don't know, like, the way that I rewatch things, if I would rewatch it, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. So I, I would probably give it a seven, seven and a half. Okay. How about you, Brian? Yeah, I'm uh, right around there with Ray, to where, like, I'm not sure if I'd give it a rewatch, but it's a seven for me. Yeah, I enjoyed this one. I'm going to agree with the no rewatch, but that puts it at a six and a half for me by default. Yeah, uh, because seven for me is an auto rewatch. Um, so six, six and a half. I still think <laughs> <laughs> it's not telling it, you look, that uh, so, camera what, off button is going to be hot tonight. It really is. So what it boils down to if she can, I don't think she can hear me. Yeah, she can't hear me until she comes back. So what it boils down to. No, I can, I can always that, hear you. It's fine. It's the oh, OK, that's good. For me, like, so <laughs> I've been watching the DC yeah. animated universe since 2005, like basically since like an uh, apocalypse and like um mm. public enemies like some of the very early ones came out oh, yeah, and yeah. so mm -hmm. I, I feel like i've watched a lot of them and i've read a lot of these comics so for me it's kind of like rehashing or retreading road i've already tread and so yeah. unless it's batman i don't get overly excited and even then that's starting to wane and i think it's just Right. For me, animation in Bruce general, me. and she's going to leave again, watch. Me, for in, animation in general, has kind of wavered, and it's because I have children, and I cannot turn off right. animation. It's literally mm -hmm. saturating my house 24-7. Not, not literally, but Y'all it's on all the time, right? And so I just get really <laughs> yeah. frustrated. He said, his, yeah. he said that start Wayne and like chimed in saying Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Hilarious. Wow, Tyler would be <laughs> so proud Tyler. of you. I'm just saying. Tyler like, don't so get me wrong. I, I would love to be able to sit down and watch. I still haven't finished Supergirl. I never finished Flash. I never finished Arrow. Like, I can't. I just can't with DC. Mm. If it's Marvel, I don't know what it is. I can just. Never ending. I was really into the Arrow stuff. Like, man, I was like 
I watched all of Arrow. Like, was really... I watched. I've watched all of those. I mean, I'm waiting for yeah. the Flash season nine to be on Netflix so I can just sure. like binge that because yeah, yeah, CW yeah. was not letting me. I love Supergirl. Life. Yeah, but oh. Arrow, Supergirl, Flash, to me, they're all good, but they those also have seasons where they wane. Yeah. Well, and they're long seasons, like we were talking about. They're long, and they don't need to be. They could do ten episode seasons. But you can that's binge them now on on Netflix. It's fine. <laughs> it's too short. It's like I'll take that to the grave. Yeah. Ten episodes is too short. It is. I especially for like a story. I'm a like movie Arrow person. Flash Maybe I don't know. I don't know. For, for me, like, I feel like Arrow needs those long. Like Arrow was like, man, Arrow was dark, and they it had was a regular syndicated show with like regular length seasons. It had 26 yeah. episodes yeah. or 24 yeah. episodes yeah. or something. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, too much for me. Arrow, Arrow was a green Batman. That's all he was. He was a green he was, Batman. I loved it. That's how they wrote him. As a, as a I mean, he literally Batman. fights Ra's al Ghul. No, for sure. Like, he's a green Batman. That's all he yeah. is. And then when they actually Batman. bring in, like, Batman in a way, they're like, he's like, he's a myth. He doesn't exist. He does not want to admit that this man exists. Right. So it's, right. it was like a funny, funny, tropey type of thing. It was it. funny. Me too. We're going to move on to a couple of a pair of Batman movies. These are, of course, continuations of the movies that we watched last time as well. So we met Damian Wayne and his introduction to Gotham uh, in the last Batman, Son of Batman movie. Um, so we're moving on to Batman versus Robin. Um, a quick take on this. It's an interesting amalgamation of New 52 where they took Batman and Robin, the comic book, and Batman, the comic book, and smooshed them together to make this story where Robin has a much larger part in the Court of Owls um, when he should have zero part in the Court of Owls. Um, So for a person who's read all of those comics, this I have my gripes um, and we'll get into those. Uh, but why don't we start with uh, why don't we go right here to Brian and uh, what what do you what do you think of Batman versus Robin? I'm getting ready. Man, yeah, get ready. Here we go. <laughs> okay, first off, I was like shaking my head the entire this entire movie. I okay. do not like the character of Damian Wayne. I have never liked him. Agreed. I do. I mean, he is he has no redeeming qualities for me. Like I. I don't want to say I hate him, but every time the character, the kids on, I mean, like, I do not take you seriously. I'm sorry. You sound like a child. I love, which is why I love like his version of the character in the Harley, Harley Quinn show. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's a, it's because that's what I think of whenever I see him. Is like, no, like even if hard the Harley Quinn version didn't exist, I would think of him in that way. I'm like, no, you're not taking down Batman. You're not fighting Batman. There's no <laughs> way. I'm sorry. Like. There's, I just, it just drives me insane. Like, I'm sorry. Like, so it totally like takes me out of the whole, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this whole thing is about Damian Wayne. And it's just like, no, if he was a little bit older, maybe, but he's like 10 years old. Do so you think he was like 15? I mean, he might have a better shot at it. Yeah. Maybe if he was like a teenager. I mean, you know, but once he passed puberty, he might be able to give like, because right. skill has some to, I don't mean to take up his problem. No, no, no. Go, skill go. has something to do with it. But also, you have to have the physicality. No matter how yeah. skilled he is, exactly. he's not physically capable yes, of beating that. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I know that's that was taking me out the whole time. I'm like, man, and yeah, it's just the power levels are really weird. You know what I mean? Like, you have that like main court of owl dude who's like this elite fighter that was like basically gonna kill Batman, and then here comes right. Damian Wayne, like. What are you gonna do? He just like almost kills Batman. 
you know what right. I mean? Like, I don't know. It's yeah, it was rough. <laughs> so, All right. Uh, I'll, I'll stop it at that. No, no, but, you're, you're good. How about you, Ray? Why yeah. don't we go in the reverse order? Um, so, uh, as an overall project, um, I didn't dislike it, but it was a lot to try and combat the parts that didn't really fit. Like, again, the physicality, I mean, even Dick, like, you're not even taking him. You're not. He's one, he's been doing this job. He's been working with Batman for twice as long as you've been alive at this point you know what i'm saying like nick is a grown man now so the fact that he was low-key washing him i was like what's going on how are you how are you fighting him like i understand like he was raised to be this master assassin from a young age but like what i i just the, 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 i love the, the pause smarts i get yeah. the smarts i get <laughs> Um, because you can be smart, you can be ingenious, you can be a savant and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but physically it's just, it doesn't work for me. Um, yeah. All right. How about you, yeah. Locke? You, you love these movies. Let's, let's get oh, your I love take. It. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Um, physically didn't bother me. Didn't bother me none because I feel like, cause I, because I feel like, he never 100% wins. I feel like there are always factors. Okay. I feel like he gets I feel like he gets washed. I was so rooted against then, him like I was like take him down. I, take him down. I love that <laughs> I love that so much. I love that so much. Um because because Damien Damien is a little bit of he is a little dick like he is a dick like 100%. I'm not he is a dick and like I, nothing you guys said was like how dare they besmirch this <laughs> right. film like everything you said is like a good name of Damien Wayne you feel yeah. me like no like everything you said is like a hundred percent valid but it's just like I just look at it in a different way because for me he yeah. never he never one hundred percent washes anybody I feel like he does right. use his brain he does use his size against people he does use like mm-hmm. like he'll he'll pop off a wall to give him more power and more trajectory yes. like i don't yeah. think he ever washes somebody just like one-on-one combat most of the time when batman is fighting somebody well he's fighting his own son he was not being offensive it was all defense he was all like right. he yeah, was all he was that. he yeah. was all blocking and like no yeah. he, he would turn his back on him because like yo mm-hmm. kick is not gonna hurt my back like so go ahead and hit my right. back. like <laughs> like yeah. he was and then it would just it would just be little moments yeah. where damien would catch him like would catch his leg or something like that and then like right. get him off balance and then he'll so like to me mm-hmm. Damien never wins 100% he just yeah. even when he was fighting Dick Dick was lighting him up to me like Dick was like Period. lighting him up Dick covered his face and was wah 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 like Dick was <laughs> yeah, that, lighting him up took his cape <laughs> it just, like he was lighting him up and yeah, the only reason good. that he yeah. got an advantage or like won if you want to say he won was because mm-hmm. he mentally got to Dick he didn't physically get to Dick yeah. he okay, mentally got to Dick that. so to me mm-hmm. he never wins 100% but mm-hmm. Damien needs to get washed sometimes because like he is a dickhole and he, he just does. Yeah, and, he, and then, and then yeah. again it's one of those things where it's like um, but the only reason that he talks like this is because of the I feel like Damien is super conflicted right now. Like he said mm-hmm. at the end, he's like, mm-hmm. I have everybody's voice in my head. I don't have my own voice. Right. And so to me, I enjoy this film because it showed he's still a dick, but it also showed that like there's another side to him that like he doesn't get to show because everybody is telling him who he should be and how, what he should do. Mm-hmm. And like 
even Batman says it because even Dick is like, yo, he's 10 years old. And then Batman was like, he is, but he kind of not though. Like, look how like Correct. when you're, when you're right. raised to grow like up, one. to grow yeah. up that fast, you still have like the mentality a little bit right. of, the, of a child, but then you kind of have a mentality of somebody a little some years older than you. And I think mm-hmm. that's the issue with his character is that he's trying mm-hmm. to figure out who am I? Where do I belong? Because it's like, right. you know, it's like this duplicity to him that I I thoroughly enjoy. It's kind of like he's like a like an anti-hero in a way, kind of like kind of like mm-hmm. a Deadpoolish type of character, where it's like he does some yeah. he does some dirty stuff, but it's like wasn't it was kind of needed. You need to break them down and beat them down and things like um, that. It's like it's like it's kind of like this. I, I hate the lo- I hate to love you type okay. of deal. And that's mm-hmm. me with Damien. I hate to love you, but I do because right. oh no that was the next one because you yeah. have people you have people mm-hmm. attached to you that are really trying to help you dick's mm-hmm. really trying to help you alfred's really trying to help right. you Batman's really trying to help you yo mama and them wasn't really trying to help you they were using right. you just like this yeah. quarter isles person which is why to me it was easy for him to get duped i just love this as a damien driven grow up type of film because mm-hmm. it's like he could obviously handle himself wherever he goes, even if he's by himself. Mm-hmm. But like mentally, he still needs help. Mentally, he still needs to grow mm-hmm. up. Like it ain't really the physical part for me. So I I enjoyed the story. And like Smitty said, like he ain't nowhere in the aisle courts. I mean, court, court I think a lot of that yeah, development yeah. came though. Like I, I honestly, and I mean, I, I, like, right. I don't think a lot of that growth was written into the character in the other parts of the movie. I think the biggest part of his mm-hmm. arc, and, and maybe this was on purpose, I don't know. But when he meets the the older clone self, and when he sees that, like that's when the, he watches Talia kill him, that's the next was that movie. This one? No, no that's that was the third one. That's the next movie. But hey, no, no. this one leads. This <laughs> one does movie. lead right into that one. But this one does, does lead, lead into yeah. that though. That's I why it's easy. Reverse, like, yeah. That's oh, why no. it's easy to. Like, yeah. That's like he's in the Himalayas. That's why it's easy to blend them together. I'll just say this though with the DC films when I like I do give them to you in the order that you should watch them like no I'm not saying like how dare you Brian but I'm just saying I give them to you in the order that you should watch them <laughs> I had no idea like what order they're in yeah I know, you know I mean? so I'm when I when them, I put them yeah, in the chat are. like these are the ones we're gonna I, I put them in the order that they oh, should be watching gotcha. if you watch them any other way you'll be like but didn't no, he just no. do this thing don't even make sense that he just did this you I kinda... always take a lot of the animated ones just as single generally right in a lot of cases they are with the ones that are coming out of the new 52 that laws presented they are still flushed out of the same comics so it's still still in chronological order and they you can i feel like you can still watch these separately right no totally like it didn't throw me yeah for sure like i said like you can still watch these separately but i just feel like you get a what were the plot points in this maybe that's maybe that's raggedy but what was the plot points in this one because i promise you i maybe i'm confused like i mean the the, the, the court of owls is about the the rich the rich elite that are trying to to do what batman does but with killing right yeah yeah so the whole thing was like trying to get Oh, right, right, right. This is when trying to get the Damien, yeah, yeah, the talents, the yeah. other, the other like talents. But um, I don't know. I, I, he wasn't in this, but I, I don't know. I enjoyed this film. But go yeah. ahead, Smitty. No, no, you're you're good. Um, for me, I like I said, I love all Batman. I like Damien. I'm one of the few people that do. He's my favorite Robin. I think Dick Grayson is annoying, and I don't like Nightwing. Um. Most people don't understand that, but I don't. I don't know what to tell you. I, he just okay. he feels okay. he's always this. The second movie kind of gets into it where he's. I hate to do that, but where he talks about 
how Batman makes him feel alone, but then he turns around and says the opposite to him to, like, try to convince him to come back to the family. I'm like, you mean you were full of shit the whole time, Dick? Okay, I get it. I you you were so. actually... I, I think it's both, but I think that these are all very traumatized people trying to use their trauma to do good. Oh, 100%, yes. Yeah, and yes. so to put that trauma on Bruce, when family. you choose to continue to answer the phone and go help Bruce, you don't you can't say it if you continue That's to help him. Price of membership in the But you family. can, though. Right. I feel like two things. I, I feel like trauma? two things. Okay. I right. feel like two things can be right. My my dad wasn't the greatest person. He wasn't the worst. He was he wasn't like the worst. But my dad wasn't the greatest person. But if he needed me, I would be there for him. I feel like two things can be mm -hmm. true. I feel like Batman true. did him. Batman pulled him up from like not. I'm not gonna say from the dirt because the boy wasn't in the dirt. But he, well, yeah, his family he, was well he, off. They, he, they were right, doing his fine. Family, yeah. His family yeah. was murdered. I know you know the story. Ain't no point in me saying it. But I'm just saying like he he did a service for Dick, even though he did him a bad service at the same time, too, because you didn't help him express these feelings that he was feeling about yeah. his family, like, passing well, I think away to be fair, like too, like, Batman had no idea what the hell he was doing. Yeah, he you're talking about a man who's <laughs> never had children. He didn't. You're talking about a man he who's didn't. already dealing with a bat persona yeah. and, exactly. you know, all of this, you know. And I, yeah. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like the older Dick got, the more that he realized that, like, okay, you're yeah. damaged and you couldn't right. really help me become undamaged. That's so I, generational so trauma. I, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so right? I'm going it's to separate myself yeah. from you, but I'm still there if you need me. And I right. think he looks at Damien as like a little brother, even though Damien looks right. at him the same way. He just won't admit it. But like you uh, look at him as like they're little step brother. Brothers. You For real. And yeah. you look at him as a little brother. So like you feel inclined to help your family when they need it. And and Bruce needed that in that moment, but now you know, go ahead. Sunday Dick now. Dick right. does tend to listen to Alfred, which I like. Now now that's something I want to yeah. talk about in this movie. Alfred uh, I love in Alfred. Batman versus Robin, uh, Alfred was a badass out there I with the pump shotgun, just like boom, the, boom boom boom, like really one, <laughs> like holy shotgun. crap. He gets he gets the giant bat suit up and going. He gets the shotgun yeah. out. Then he's like, mm -hmm. I'm gonna freeze the like Alfred. Honestly, is who saved the day in this case. Like all those talents right. would have lived had it not He's been for Alfred. He's also cool in the other yeah. one too. In the... Right. He's cool yeah. in all of them. He, like like Alfred. Them and, like, yeah. Alfred is yeah. half Batman, and nobody ever wants to say that. Yeah, yeah. Like half of Batman is literally Alfred. The other half is what yeah. Bruce can do with his brain and his detectiveness yeah. and moving Body. on. Now, speaking of Bruce being a detective, this movie pissed me off because you have them going after. Um, the uh, the toy maker in the beginning, and you know yeah. that's dark, and of course it should be. It's a it's Batman. It's a very dark scene. But when Talon shows up to kill scene. the toy maker, it's a snowy area. The Damien is across the field from Talon when Talon kills the toy you maker. You don't see his footprints. I know you're about to say Talon. Talon's yeah. footprints would be behind the toy maker, and I think the toy maker falls forward, so there would be footprints behind. And Damien's footprints weren't anywhere near the toy maker. Batman walks up and goes, "Damien, how dare you? Nice, greatest detective of all time, my ass." He should have noticed the situation walking up on it because he does it in every other story, in every other movie. Batman knows what's happening as no, he walks sure. up because he's assessing. But I also will say that. He blames he his son. I don't know. That really bugged me. That felt like just. I don't know. A, I would a, say a, a even if it like trope. snowed and like messed up his footprints, he couldn't see it. You should know that a a, a clawed hand or a clawed right. like mark right, is different from a batarang like pitch. Right. Yeah, he sees a battering right. in the ground right. and five right. footprints even if over. We ignore the foot, even if we ignore the footprints, right. those yeah, two yeah. things don't make the same mark. Batman also yeah, yeah, doesn't yeah. rush to judgment like that. He usually 
thinks things through. And so that really bugged the crowd. But that's, I would agree with you, but that's the problem with taking two stories that are completely separate because Batman and Robin is him teaching his son everything. And yeah, he goes out and kills people and the Jalens are still a part of it because the Court of Owls does weave its way through all of the Mm -hmm. stories, Mm -hmm. but not in this way. And Damien does not save Batman. Bruce Wayne kicks the shit out of Talon and wins. Sorry, that's the way it is. These movies, this one and the next one, cheapen Bruce Wayne and Batman to a point of kind of weak, and it's not Mm -hmm. his style. Like, he doesn't, how can he go against Darkseid, but then Talia can brainwash him. (laughs) That's where where my thing is about. So I still love these movies, but that bothers me. I really feel like it's because people keep continuing to get in Batman's way. When Batman works by himself, he is at full capacity. Mm. When it's just when it's just Alfred in his ear, he's at full capacity, which is why he never wanted people to join really anyway. Yeah, even though he focus. brought Robin in and all that yeah. kind of stuff, he he had that. a different focus. Yeah. In in Son of Batman, his focus is Damien, and that will mess you up if that's your focus. I think and that's Batman, part of why he jumps to conclusion. He's already like exactly. Yeah. He's already Damien's there. already like you know got him like thinking like okay like that's what is this kid gonna do now? Right. Like, and yeah. he's don't and Damien doesn't yeah. listen and Throws he's like he's like Damien don't. He's yeah, like, right. he's like, there's people here we have to save, and you're chasing this person. And then in bad blood, he's protecting Katie. He's protecting that um mm-hmm. Batwoman, and that throws him off. That gets him like mm-hmm. off his game. Yeah. Like, so I, mm-hmm. I it's not, I don't think they like nerf him. I just think that mm-hmm. he's so busy protecting other people that other things he's happen around him that he can't focus. He's very yeah, right. distracted. Yeah, yeah. He's very distracted. Yeah. All right. That's yeah. fair. Those are fair points. Yeah. Um yeah. I do like the the like arrangement of supervillains they put in these movies because we get a whole bunch of C-tiered characters that nobody ever gets to see. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, I like Talon because even though it's Scott Snyder's story from, you know, what it was, 2012 or 2013 when New 52 came out, uh, it is kind of one of the most critically acclaimed Batman stories. And the idea of, a you know, an owl that is going to kill a bat, I mean, it's right. just mm-hmm. a little on the nose, but in a great way. Um <laughs> Yeah. And, well, I, and connects, I like, like it yeah. connects to like the Wayne legacy too, right. you know, mm-hmm. like the history of Gotham. Yeah. Yeah. But they rewrite Gotham with the new 52 in this way, because right. now all of a sudden he saw an owl with a bat, you know, where yeah. his parents were killed and he got this lore and he started investigating. But that kind of adds to him being a great detective. Like he started at 10, like really digging yeah. into shit. Like, so I, yeah. you know, I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Uh, subtle also, things gonna, in these movies. We get to hear Kevin Conroy as Thomas. As Thomas. Thomas yeah. Really cool. Yeah. 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 And like Alfred's voice mm. sounds familiar too. Like it, it almost reminded yeah. me of animated series Alfred. Like it sounded like it was that same voice actor. I'm looking right um, now. I wouldn't know without looking it up. But uh, David McCallum. Uh, David, David McCallum, McCallum is from The Great David Escape. McCallum Baby is, Driver. Is Alfred. Yeah, David it McCallum. It's very classic. Yeah, Alfred. I love David McCallum though because he's he was on um he's on NCIS, <laughs> the original mm. NCIS. I love him. He's a great actor. So. Which one is yeah, he? I don't recognize the name, but who is he's, he? He's Ducky. He's Ducky from NCIS. Oh, I love Ducky. That's who that is? Is <laughs> Alfred? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, wow. That's who Alfred is in this particular out. movie. It doesn't look like he's Alfred in anything else. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. wow. I yeah. Yeah. Just, just this one like movie. Animated series, Alfred. Yeah. yeah, I'm not seeing anything about animated series. I'm going to, I'm double checking 92. 
crazy. I'm not seeing anything about it yeah. though in his film. And I do Kevin Conroy will always be Batman to me, but I do like Jason O'Mara as Batman. I don't know. It's something he does about a good job. He's actually a pretty good it's something about yeah. the silky, the the dark, the deep silkiness of his voice that I that Jason that Jason O'Mara brings. Like he's not trying to be Kevin Conroy because <laughs> right. he can't, there's, sir. No. But there's no way. Um Unless you're so good at voices that you can be Kevin Conroy being Batman, you know what I mean? Like yeah, if you're right. that good at like impressions, I, um, I retract I like what I said. What he was Alfred in Son of Batman, and then he was Alfred in uh, Batman. Batman. I'm sorry, not Batman: Batman. Brave of the Bold. He played Merlin uh, in uh, Gotham Knight, the Batman movie that took place before. Um, uh, I believe that was uh, the Dark Knight, uh, the actual yeah. um, Nolan uh, film. So, oh, that was that that anime style one, they right? Did. That it was still, yeah. it, you know, part of the comic book world, but also re- tied right into what happened prior yeah, to Nolan's. prior to we seeing the Joker in Nolan's movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I like this one better than Son of Batman. Um, I, but I, Wait, I don't know. Like I, 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 better than no, the, Batman? The Batman versus Robin. Um, better oh, than Son of Batman. But I don't, I still, I still am struggling. It's like, I like it. And then I don't like it. I think had they just kept this story, Batman's story with the court of owls, I think it would have been awesome. You could still had Damien in it. You could have even had a little Mm -hmm. bit of them on the side doing some of that stuff, but it didn't have to be the Mm -hmm. focus. And it feels like since Damien has become a character, the animated movies are like, Damien, Damien Wayne, we need a Robin. (laughs) And they're just like, run with him, which is, you know, it's fine, but, and we do need a Robin. It's, you can't have Batman without Robin, but. Uh, I don't know. It just feels. Could they fit that whole Court of Owls thing into one film? Though it, it felt like such a huge saga in the comics, you know, like it. Mm-hmm. It just feels like it would need more than. One. I don't think they could. I think it would have right. to be like a, a yeah. three-parter. I mean, two-parter they... at minimum, but three-parter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I was surprised they did that with Hush, where like, mm-hmm. like man, I like love me some Hush, but it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a lot of different titles stretched over a lot of different titles that they did Hush, and so it was interesting to see it crammed into one, well, one animated film they yeah. took the dark knight returns the the uh right part one and part two part yeah. two yeah, yeah they split it into two yeah. pieces and they needed to because that comic book is yeah. thick um and yeah. and so many panels because it's written you know alan moore went nuts and wrote it not alan moore what am i saying frank miller wrote it in frank so many miller, panels yeah. um yeah. that were just crammed together rather than larger than life you know cuckoos you know type panels we have yeah, these days exactly yeah um or like Watchmen, you know, that's why that movie was three hours. They still cut panels out of that movie. Um, there was no way to get that movie all the way no. filmed. Um, I don't know. I I still think Damien is an intriguing character because he can grow. So there's a character arc to be had mm-hmm. from him where we can go from this mm-hmm. completely insane, you know, killing everything and everyone type person to mm-hmm. justice, not vengeance, justice, not vengeance, you know, which mm-hmm. I, I like that mantra because it's a good mantra mm-hmm. that I think we all should be, you know, yeah. saying mm-hmm. justice, not vengeance. I have to tell myself yeah. that whenever I'm in traffic. <laughs> yeah. Do no, it. For real. Whenever you're no, queued up in line at Safeway. <laughs> justice, not vengeance. Yeah. No, justice, not like, vengeance. For real. I turn into a GTA character when I'm in the car. I'm just like, I'm just like, I need a bazooka gun right now because I'm tired. I'm tired. You pull out your phone and you start putting in GTA codes for all the guns. No, literally. If I could just be like, okay, and we're just like, pull one right over the back because I'm tired of people. Yes. So we do have a pre. 
We do have a pre-review, so why don't we rate this one and get uh, to Biggie's pre-review. Um, Biggie's, of course, um, been doing all of this. Again, for the TikTok folks, uh, Biggie does uh, a kind of a what is coming to theaters and streaming uh, every week for us. Uh, and so we have that to look forward to. Uh, we'll go with all the movie things to start for rating Batman versus Robin. Um, yeah, it's going to be a five for me. Mm. I thought about going lower, but talking a, through it, a you know, pity five. Some... <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. But hey, does she have heartburn Maybe or is there a spider? Okay. I can't tell what the problem is. Yeah. So. Yeah, man. I just. I wish it was a spider. I can handle that better than I can handle that. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Ray? Yep. Um, I would probably say the same. I mean, <laughs> I, I think that there were aspects like yeah. for me, it felt like a shoehorn, right? Like they were trying to make it work, but for me, it didn't. I appreciate your perspective, Law. You definitely were giving. That you were giving the analysis. Yeah. Um, yeah. Still aside, though. Yeah. No, I respect it. I, 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 you know, um, I'll cry after the podcast, but um, <laughs> I respect everybody's opinion, gonna, even though it's even though it's wrong. <laughs> um, we're gonna get a picture of a pillow with tears all over it. My Batman tears. <laughs> It's fine. And it's going to be a glory tear, too. It's going to be one slow ride mm-hmm. of a tear. And it's cool. But um, I'm going to give it an eight because because <laughs> I love it. I I like the character of Damian Wayne. Kismet, me and me and Snitty. I like the character of Damian Wayne. I see the turmoil and the, and the back and forth mm-hmm. within him, the duality, as Ray said. I see that in him. Mm-hmm. Um, I can understand it plot point like story wise. You guys weren't like you were like, yeah, I do, I do get that. Um, but I'm right, you're wrong. I give it an eight. Maybe I should have gone before hearing the eight. Um, oh. Mm, oh. Mm. <laughs> so I've seen this one before, so this is my second viewing, but I don't think I'm ever gonna watch it again, so I'm gonna give it a six and a half. And that is okay. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. That's so that good. Is, that is I enjoyed fine. it, and I hate it. Six and a half. Right. I, I hate and enjoyed yeah. it, and I'm kind of hitting right in the middle today. I think it maybe somebody called me it. out for I'm gonna watch it tomorrow. doing tens. So, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I would say these are great. All of these are great movies. If you've never read DC Comics and you want to get just a touch right. of the characters, give these a viewing. Yeah. Like these are great for that. Um, then you'll mm-hmm. find the character you like, and then go delve into those comic books. That's a, probably a yeah, good like way to approach Earth it. Notes version. No, for sure. Right. Of the right. comics. <laughs> yeah. um, just don't expect them to always be the way they are. And comics are always right. weirder than their animated movies. Always, they're yes. always weirder. They always go into darker realms. Just be yeah, aware yeah. of always. that. Always. So that's true with Marvel too. Don't just think. I mean, because these are made films up. are made for the, like the, the general public, the mass public. Yeah, the comics yeah, yeah. are made not for the general public. So like, yeah. Yeah. like yeah, yeah. you know. So. Yeah, if we ever give it to Savage Land and the Blue Zone in Ooh, Marvel, yeah, I'll be, be excited. Cool. But I don't think they're ever yeah. going to go to those places be because awesome. they're weird, right? And they're strange. Yeah. And but they're um, good. They are. Yeah. I, I like agree. Places. I, like I agree. Places. All right, so we are going to do the pre-review. Let's see if I can pull this off on two platforms at once. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> we got this. We see. Um, but here comes the pre-review. I have six and a half. 
Biggie's pre-review brought to you by The Real Study, Sunday nights, 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific. Welcome to Biggie's pre-review. The pre-review is where I tell you about upcoming movies coming to movie theaters and beyond. This is for the week, May 29th through June 4th, 2023. All right, the first movie on my list is Reality. A former American intelligence specialist is given the longest sentence for the unauthorized release of government information to the media about Russian interference in the 2016 United States elections via an email operation. This movie stars Sidney Sweeney, Mershant Davis, and Josh Hamilton. This movie looks like it's gonna be intense. Can't wait. The drama Reality premieres May 9th on Max. Next up, and I've been waiting for this one, is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. After reuniting with Gwen Stacy, Brooklyn's full-time friendly neighborhood Spider-Man is catapulted across the multiverse, where he encounters a team of Spider-People charged with protecting its very existence. This movie stars Shamik Moore, Haley Steinfeld, Oscar Isaac, Daniel Kaluuya, Jake Johnson, Brian Tyree Henry, Karan Sony, Issa Rae, and Jason Schwartzman, to name a few. I've heard incredible reviews on this already. I've already heard that it's better than the first one, and I can't wait. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse premieres on June 2nd in theaters. Next on my list is the horror mystery, The Boogeyman. Student Sadie Harper and her younger sister Sawyer are still reeling from the recent death of their mother. They're not getting much support from their father, Will, a therapist who's dealing with his own intense pain. When a desperate patient unexpectedly shows up at their house seeking help, he leaves behind a terrifying supernatural entity that preys on families and feeds on the suffering of its victims. This movie stars Sophie Thatcher, Chris Messina, David Dastmalchian, and Madison Hu, to name a few. This movie looks great. I'm always down for a good horror film, and this looks like it's going to be one of them. The Boogeyman premieres in movie theaters starting June 2nd. Next on my list is the drama biography, Padre Pio. World War I has ended and Italian soldiers, broken but victorious, are returning to an impoverished village ruled by wealthy landowners. As events surrounding the first free election in Italy threaten to tear the village apart, Padre Pio struggles with his own personal demons, ultimately emerging from his spiritual anguish to become one of Catholicism's most venerated figures. This movie stars Shia LaBeouf, Aja Argento, and Willem Dafoe, to name a few. This movie looks like it's gonna be a great period piece. Can't wait. Always down for Willem Dafoe. The movie, Padre Pio, has a limited release in movie theaters starting June 2nd. And last on my list, but certainly not least, is Meddling. In this comedy, to save his brother from the hands of Narcos in Meddling, Rada gathers a team to raid the kidnappers in Colombia. This movie stars Ramsey Badia, Raymond Cruz, and Mike Tyson, to name a few. This movie looks like it's gonna be kind of funny, and I can't wait to enjoy it. The movie Medellin 
premieres on Amazon Prime Video starting June 2nd. Well, that looks like it's all for the pre-review this week, and I hope to see you out there. And we are back from the pre-review. That will uh, sync up a little better as we go because we are figuring this all out with the new platform. But that's okay because you can watch us on all sorts of different stuff. Uh, the music on the pre-review isn't coming through. Well, hey, I'll figure that out. We will get it figured out. That said, uh, we are going to move on to our final film of the evening. And that is, of course... Batman Bad Blood and this is the same writer and director of Batman versus Superman or Batman versus Robin sorry I'm so used to Batman mm -hmm. versus Superman uh, and that um, means that we're going to go to Ray this time and we're going to find oh. out what does Ray think of Batman Bad Blood um <clears throat> um I had to <laughs> <laughs> just getting um, getting over I had with. To restart this one like three times because I did not care. Um, I was not <laughs> invested at all. I was like, hold on a second, what is happening? Let me uh, let me go back. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> uh. Yeah. It was it was okay. Um. There was a lot. Um, There's a beginning, middle, and end. Um, I was really thrown off by this booty call. Like I was really, like I was confused about what was. I was like, "You'd have to know like, a bit got, more like about the like, Titans and yeah, his relationship with Starfire and all of that for that to make sense." Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I mean, like I get it, but also I was like, "What?" But also, it is weirdly placed. It didn't need to be in there. They could have set that out, and the movie would still been the same. I 100% I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, like, it was like, why did we need know. that? I just, we didn't need that part. We didn't. Need I wasn't blown away. It, it had some that. interesting parts. Um, maybe I'll have more to say once I hear it, which I'll have to. Um, yeah, I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. Um, I'll go second, uh, just to throw things Yay! off. Uh, okay, so, um, I don't like this one as much as Batman versus Robin. Um. But I still like elements of it. Again, they're taking the same story that wouldn't have existed in Batman versus Robin and just kind of going with it. Um, I'm not sure this is even like really a comic. As far as I know, it's like just the movie and then kind of taken from Batwoman and, and all this. I love Batwoman. Uh, I love that they were very blatant about this character is a lesbian and you are going to just deal with that. Um, yeah. And, that, you know, that's how she's in the comic as well. But they did not, you know, stray away from it by going into this. Um, this is definitely the movie where they're like, Bat family unite, you know, which is, you know, fine. But they're leaving out some Man. you know big ones like Spectre, Batgirl. You know, I'm sorry, but they're they're leaving us on my favorites. Um, I mean, it was a lot, though. It was. It was. It was. It was yeah. like, um, going there. It felt like this story was also. If this is a comic book, they pulled a little of this into the the uh, Dark Knight Rises it is. because it's Bane the, does the same it's thing. The okay, mm -hmm. so Bane does the same basic thing, but it's instead of you know this heretic or whatever they called him, mm -hmm. um, right. who was such a throwaway character mm -hmm. on so many levels. Um, 
I don't know. It, it well, seemed she did weird. Get thrown away. So. <laughs> Do I know? Yeah. It seemed weird. Oh, the loyalties in this film, the loyalty of his henchmen for him when he was still a brand new character, and then his loyalty to Talia when yeah. there was no right. reason. You know, he. What did you think she cared about the forty other ones that she killed before you? Um, yeah, exactly. Right. What made and, you special? Right, and then Talia doesn't match you know the way she was in son of batman where she still cared about her son yeah. and wanted to see mm-hmm. him grow still and that's why she sent him to batman because she still has this much heart yeah uh in this one she's just she's just nothing it was she's awesome, just evil, yeah. right yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. i don't know it batwing's cool but he's just iron man with bat wings um <laughs> honestly Which i made a comparison i saw that video too man, that was great. it was yeah. like even Shot though like shot. the added addition of the rock music while it's suiting up too, I'm mm-hmm. like, right. come on, guys! Like, it was so. Yeah. I was watching this. I was like, Iron like, Man! I can make a video. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Brian? Like, what do we? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, I can make a video. Look, guys. <laughs> I didn't think. Basically, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's got damn. Go ahead. It starts out at a right? one and he has to find reasons to give it a two and a three. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I mean, I will say so. I watched this one before uh, Batman mm-hmm. versus Robin. Okay. Um, so I wonder if, like, this just like, nah, I probably would have just like really just not liked Batman versus Robin anyway. Cause this wasn't as like, you know, so heavy with the Damien. Mm-hmm. Wayne, you know, but still, I was just like, man, this kid is bugging me. <laughs> and then when I went and watched the other one, I was like, God damn it. <laughs> um, but yeah, this one's like, it was just, yeah, it was a lot like, like the whole Bat Family thing really got just like shoehorned in there. Um, and really, it's like no effect. Like, it didn't really like seem to matter that mm-hmm. all these Bat characters suddenly were added because they just like, you know, um, got handed their asses to him. So um, it was cool. Like, I wish I would have got to see more. Like, I do love the idea of like Lucius Fox's son, you know, being part of that family, which yeah, kind of yeah, just yeah. makes mm-hmm. sense to me, you know, in a lot of ways. Luke. Um, mm-hmm. And him just figuring it out. Um, yeah, I love Batwoman. Um, it's interesting too. Like, I would, I want to see more of that really. Like, I was really interested mm-hmm. in like, like, she. Like, I didn't know, like, a lot of her background. You know, I just knew, I just knew of her in the comic books and everything. And then, like, of course, the show that they attempted. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was just interesting that she really had no real connection with Batman, you know, other than, like, she was kind of, like, inspired by that one incident. Right. And, yeah, I would love to see a little more of that. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, this whole idea of this, this clone and this, like, accelerated growth yeah, like like you said, Stinny is kind of a throwaway character in a lot of ways. And like, yeah, Talia was like totally different. I almost didn't think it was Talia. Like when I when she first comes on, it's like mm-hmm. just starts doing her thing. I'm like, who is this? And like she looks like she's trying to be a knockoff black widow. And then I was like, Oh my god, that's Talia. So I was like totally thrown off. Like I had no idea it was her. Even. You can tell because um, of her cleavage. She's always right, yes, I, cleaved yeah. out in all of these movies. Classic Talia Ghoul cleavage, yeah. Apparently. Um, uh-huh. It's her trademark. <laughs> it's what it seems um, like. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. Like, they, they do kind of, like, lean into that. But, um, yeah, this one, 
I probably this one's like a little bit above as far as like how much I liked it or not liked it, but it's above you know Batman versus Robin for me, uh, for sure. So, but yeah, it's again like with all these the animation, like I said, is really great. I really love. I like the mix of like some. You can tell like certain things are more computer generated. <laughs> a lot of the vehicles mm-hmm. are always like tend to be computer generated, which I I love the mix of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they always do a good job of that, but um, again, the voice acting is great. Uh, but yeah, it was. It is what it is. Like like race that I watched it. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> the real study. We watched it. Yeah. You know, that's, <laughs> that's, yeah. That's should be on the movie poster. That's... We watch it. The real study. Yeah. How about you, Law? I mean, is it any surprise? Uh, <laughs> I wanted to leave the positive for the last so we can leave people on that note. No, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, yeah. And what everyone, everyone's saying is valid. I get, like, there's nothing in there that I'm like, that anybody said that I'm like, well, like, no, every everything you guys said is valid because they do kind of, like, overwhelm you with, like, Batwoman. No, no, no. Yeah. Batwing. No, no, no. Yeah. Batgirl at the we end. No, no, no. Because, like, <laughs> like, they keep... <laughs> they keep throwing like I did have like my only issue is just in the writing is because uh, mm-hmm. Nightwing is like because think about it Nightwing been by himself in this for like how long and then like yeah. Damien yeah. shows up so he's probably he's probably excited about Damien but then Damien turns into a little dick and then like <laughs> you know then like Batman disappears and then like these other mm-hmm. people start popping up so he's like yes help you guys obviously mm-hmm. like batman and you want to help and that's great right. but she's like just don't think because i'm wearing this suit that i'm part of your little club so why do you have a bat mm-hmm. costume on i know all right yeah, she also calls too, like, batwing out she's like you could have picked right. any other animal the attitude is unnecessary ma'am the attitude uh-huh. is well, and unnecessary. she she literally goes batwing that's original and like batwoman is that original like what <laughs> for are you sure. talking I was about just like, yeah. What are, clout, ma'am. what are we doing? You've been here for two seconds longer than me. Like, what are, yeah. what are we doing? Also, my my daddy good. works for him. My daddy's I'm I'm nepotism works. I'm here because of my daddy. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. you just found your way here. Stop. Mm. And you're the reason why Bruce got captured anyway. So let's not <laughs> let's not talk about these things, ma'am. If you don't if you want to like you know label things and run things down. Mm-hmm. But I mean, for me, I enjoyed the film. Talia is different, but that's because she's been bathing in the 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 mm-hmm. the the the, the, the Lazarus pit. pit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the Lazarus pit do make you go a little crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so her, but also if we really think about it, she she still she won that great anyway. But I'm just I mean she was like more motherly. I get that, but like once you win the pit, it's kind of over. You kind of yeah. like you you kind of get obsessed with certain things. Um, Jason Todd is a prime example of that. Jason Todd is a perfect mm-hmm. example of that. But I, I mean, I enjoyed the film. I the the Damien clone didn't bother me because I felt like it was a one. It was like Batman had a vision of this beforehand, and like this is like True. this is like yeah. this is like the the, the yeah, fruition yeah. of his vision. This is literally who mm-hmm. Damien could become if Talia probably kept kept him. Yeah. Um. Yeah. If if Talia kept him, so like to me, it was like, and it also gave Damien a, another thing to look at. Like, this is your family, bro. Like, this right. is who, mm-hmm. this is who you could become if if Batman was like, no, 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 keep the little, keep the little bastard to yourself. I don't, I don't, I don't want him. Like, this is who mm-hmm. you could have become, and this is the person that you could have been mm-hmm. with. And obviously, they've been trying to make Damien into this weapon 
very Wolverine-ish. They've been trying to make him into this weapon because she's creating clones of her son. Why? Because athletically, he's like a prodigy. So you're trying to create Mm -hmm. a clone of of your son, but you're trying to make it so that he's controlled by you. And this clone couldn't be controlled because he felt like he was missing something, which is what Damien has or has been getting from his father, which is like a soul and a heart and Mm -hmm. and figuring things out. So for me... Right, actual guidance, which she has hasn't been giving him. If you think about it, she didn't give that to him the first time we saw him. Correct. Mm-hmm. He's been trained to be like this heartless killing machine, and mm-hmm. she was never really motherly. She, I felt like she wanted mm-hmm. to save him because I made an investment in you. I drugged right. your daddy. Right. Yeah. I drugged your daddy so I could have you as an investment. I didn't really mm-hmm. love you. So right. to me, the trajectory of her character works. Add in the Lazarus pit. That makes sense. Actually, add in the Lazarus pit. She she's she's just as crazy as her daddy because her daddy. Like, well, and her obsession like, with getting Batman to be her man is to be her man her, right? is right. Is honestly is the juxtaposition of Rachel Gould wanting Batman to take his place. Right. Yeah. Like he was adamant on him taking his place. Mm-hmm. So it's just one. It's like I don't know. For me, I get it. It this is a lot thrown into like hour and 45 minutes or something like that film you could have i could have i could have done with less of our 12 family hour 12 i was gonna say hour 15 i was like yeah Yeah, it's it's quick it is quick i will say it is a lot of bat family and no explanation to as to as to like why or where or how y'all coming about just because i say your (laughs) life but but it, it seems to it see that seems to be a thing for me i enjoyed how luke did it because these people, he he saw firsthand what happened to his daddy. And he didn't even know his daddy was connected in that way. And now he's like, oh, no, I need to do something. Y'all came in here and jumped my daddy, threatened was, to kill me. Was that Lucius's suit that he was just waiting to put on? I honestly felt like Lucius made that for his son. Yeah. I felt yeah. like yeah. I felt like he was gonna tell Luke about like what he really does <laughs> but luke was so like i'm going to school like, bro i'm doing my i'm doing my own thing i'm going to do my like and i need to talk yeah, about like this wasn't ready. like he wasn't like ready to have that mm-hmm. conversation and so i think like that suit has always been for luke. did we him, miss like, a piece of dialogue where he was like go get your suit because that threw no, me off like how did he know no, that was how did he know yeah. to go there how did he know to I put think, it on like, i think i think bit. i think once he i think once he put his thumb on the table and, mm-hmm. and and Luke saw what happened. I think that was like, okay, my daddy got way more exit. My daddy got stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So he took his, so taking his the car priority. and just swiping and being like, yeah. But again, like there, there could have been, yeah, there could have been some conversation, like a conversation. It's one twelve. It could have been a conversation somewhere that took up like three minutes. There was, like, yeah, you know, they they did. There was a conversation they had briefly that kind of like hinted to his son, kind of like. Being suspicious of like, come on, I know there's right. something going on here, Dad. Like, yeah, because yeah. he's yeah, he does have that conversation. But I'm like, like the Batman works like, with Wayne Enterprises like, conversation to be like, go yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Take my card and go down to the deepest earths of the Wayne Enterprise. You know what I Do your best, Morgan Freeman. Because he's hurt. Take my uh, take my card and take it to the depths of the Wayne Enterprises and. Swipe and you yes. was you would find something for me to use. Yeah. I don't know. I should have heard <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. So like I don't know. I I in, 
enjoyed this film. I think, I don't know, I, again, I understand everybody's, everybody's points are 100% mm-hmm. valid because it is a lot thrown in in an hour and 12. Mm-hmm. If they probably, probably would have gave us like, you know, an hour and 30, it probably would have hit a little bit differently yeah. because you could maybe yeah, flesh yeah. out some stuff a little bit more. You could have had Batgirl. But, uh, sorry. <clears throat> no. Yeah, you I was thinking you, about Batgirl too. Because yeah. to me, it, instead of having Batwoman just dress, just all of a sudden create a suit and, and mm-hmm. make herself Batwoman, you could have introduced mm-hmm. her and had Batgirl come in somewhere along the line, and then mm-hmm. had Batgirl and Night uh, Batwing because I like Batwing. I like because yeah. his transformation for me fit in the story because of what happened to his daddy, and he was kind of like already mm-hmm. around yeah. it. Mm-hmm. That to me fit. Yeah. Batgirl, you could have got like, and I get it, your daddy in general or whatever, you know how to fight, but like you, you mainly know how to use guns more than that. But you was getting washed in that one fight. You just, you just hop to find danger. It's not working for me. So, I, I would have still saw her like to see her do something like maybe gritty, like maybe start off like a Spider Man type of thing, a weird suit with a weird mm-hmm. mask, and like mm-hmm. build her way up to that. Yeah. But you know, he needed yeah. her there. Like for the most part, for the for the continuation of the series and like the Robin character, I enjoyed all of this because, like like Biggie said. Talia ain't a good person. She's probably yeah. had dastardly thoughts, very similar to her father, or even worse. And now that her daddy is dead, because honestly, what is that in the in the Gotham Knights game? She she uh, she killed her daddy so she could take over the league. So like, she's not she's not the greatest person. So like, she's finally in a position of power where the league listens to her, and it's a possibility that this is a program that her daddy had that she just took over and mm-hmm. continued on so i, I don't bet know. you it's the program had batman dna instead of damien i DNA. bet it did i bet it did mm. i bet it did because think about it batman is the only person to best him like right. he yeah. wants batman to take his place so it would make sense that mm-hmm. he would want to create an army of care of people like that right. to mm-hmm. to to infiltrate his league and probably the world and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff and mm-hmm. you yeah. know i i I enjoyed it. You know, it's it's layered to me in ways that I've seen it a billion times, so I just, I like it. So. My issue, I think, with some of the ones because we watched six so far. I think the mm-hmm. biggest issue is the same for both like live action and animation. Is taking such a complex story and try to as write. a comic book yeah. and mm-hmm. trying to squeeze it in. Um, I get multiple installments, but that mm-hmm. still makes each one still falls short a little bit um Mm. the one thing that like i really connected to in this was after they save batman um and he he's just like honestly i don't know what you guys are doing here first of all is that i didn't need your help except you obviously did sir because you you was chained up (laughs) <laughs> um and he doesn't say thank you or anything like that he just like family from here on out when these people have clearly found family in you that is why they mm-hmm. made your identity part of their identity yeah. right yeah um and dick just says you're welcome i think is what he says or something like that mm-hmm. um and that felt kind of like that I came here because you needed me. Even though in his heart he knew he wasn't going to be grateful, it still hurts when mm-hmm. that person doesn't acknowledge that you cared I, enough I about them. I think Snitty going to say what I'm going to say, probably. <laughs> I would argue that because he's brainwashed, he's being a dick. I, I don't think that had that been a different situation that Bruce would have acted that way. He would have been like, oh my God, who's the new Batwoman? Let's get out of here. I, I agree so? with you. I felt that. No, but because, when you find no, out he's brainwashed, he's, he's, then... He's right. He's fully brainwashed until they finally break him out of it at the he, end of the film. He is. 
he is because because we already know he knows who Batwoman is, right? And he doesn't right. even he doesn't even acknowledge her. Right. He automatically goes to like, we don't need no more people. It's done. Let's go. And that mm-hmm. is Batman does have like that arrogance where he's like, yeah, but he does. He's not above saying thank you or I'm sorry because we see at the end when he breaks out of that brainwashing he looks at Damien mm-hmm. and he goes I'm sorry right so that shows that like he he has the capacity I think that like Cindy said right. he was brainwashed up until this point and she gave him like what to do not how to be right, right. she was just like probably telling him like get rid of them get rid of them extra ones Okay, I think going. I think you're thinking that it was the programming. I think it was right. the programming. I think it was because because Batman is he he's a bit of a dick too. Like let's just be honest. He he has like that very much like that. He did it to Hal in uh, Batman versus Robin when he was just like, bruh. <laughs> Even though it was valid, but he still has that attitude of like, bruh, I didn't show up because I didn't show up for a reason type of thing. But he right? doesn't so have that valid, attitude with his Bat family, generally speaking. Right, he's much he, more grateful he, and, right, on, normally, and understanding with them. He'll say he'll he'll give a thank you or and I think that was to show that he wasn't himself because right. even even uh, Batwoman caught it. Batwoman was like, "Yo, he not this ain't the one I met when we like when we was fighting together." Mm-hmm. And then right. Robin was like, "You don't know nothing." And it wasn't until Nightwing was like, "No, no, 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 he not the same." That Robin, right. that, right. that, that, right. that Damien was, was like, like "You think she? You yeah. think she got to him?" Like she he immediately flipped because it's like you don't know him, yeah. but. But yeah. Dick Grayson knows him, so yeah, okay, yeah. I'm gonna follow. Yeah. I'm gonna follow his lead. I think that was programming. You valid, but I think that was programming. Yeah, no, I feel what you felt, and I was a, I was offended by no, Batman saying sure, those things. Because that just lends into what Dick was talking about when he was like, when he pulled the car over and was yelling at Damien, like, bro, like, mm-hmm. you don't know my life, one, because you ain't asked, you little bastard. And then two, <laughs> you don't know my life. Like, I've been trying to get out of his shadow for years. You think I really? It's this old stinky one too. Like I don't want to yeah. really And if and if we being honest, I would love more like realism a little bit in these films when mm-hmm. it comes to like conversation. Cause I really just want Dick to be like, bro, if it wasn't for me, he would be this nice to you. Right. right. If exactly. it wasn't for me, yeah. like I'm and then like, I think that's a and I think that's an me. issue with Damien too, is that like yeah you're his first son i'm his son but you're his first son and i feel like damien feels like he can't compare to being like the first robin slash the first son Mm because even when like i like one of my favorite images i don't know if y'all caught that maybe go back and just watch that scene not the full movie because i know y'all didn't like them but um in bat i think it's batman versus yeah it's batman versus robin when um him and dick are fighting and he pins him up against the thing. You can see his image is in the in the yes. in the yeah. uh, Robin suit, and it's like he still fits. You know, it's like yeah, he still yeah. fits. I just thought that scene was. I was like, that's nice. Whoever did that, that's a nice touch. <laughs> give them a raise. Whoever yeah, did that, cool. but yeah, raise. give them a raise. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Two, three dollars. You know what I'm saying? It never hurt. Two, three dollars. <laughs> just <laughs> three bucks. Just, just three dollars. I, I don't know how much he gets paid. I don't know how much he gets paid for me and my bro. For me and my world, world two three dollars will help me a little bit more than working, and that's sad. You feel me? I'm just saying. Like, I don't know. I just like the. I just. I just like that. There's more layers to yeah the characters than what is is kind of seen, and I just I like that about all these all right. films actually. 
Well, why don't we rate this one and we can then wrap it up and talk about next week's movies because we've already got it all ready to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will start in the same order. So we started with Lieutenant Commander Ray. What do you rate Batman Bad Blood? Oh, that's right. Uh, <clears throat> um, I will probably give it a five as well. Um, I think that it felt like a first draft. Um, I don't mean that to yeah. be disrespectful. But I think I that <laughs> that more exposition, mm-hmm. more growth could have been written in. Yeah. Um, but this was not it for me. All right. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. How about you, all the movie things? Yeah, it's a 5.5. Well, look at there. Yeah. Look- <laughs> what? It's got that. It's the opposite of the Deacons factor, where this is the Damian Wayne factor. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm How about so you, Law? What What is your rating of Bad Blood? <laughs> Give it an eight. Like, what are we doing? There you go. Like, I, <laughs> what are we doing? I still, I still, en- I enjoy these films. I Did you watch Legion of Superheroes already? Don't watch what? Legion of Superheroes just got released on Max. Mm-hmm. Okay, is that an eight? <laughs> it's got Supergirl Listen, in it, I'm, so for me, I'm already I'm much, very, like, way higher. I'm of very list. honest about the films that I watch. I'm very honest about them, how I rate Whatever. them, how I like them. I might give Legion of Superheroes a seven, and that's the story wasn't bad. It's that weird animation that I just don't. It's oh, like the animation that feels like they should still be walking. Like it's like a. It's like I don't know. Like it's like a. Kind of like how Sneedy was, like the fragmented. <laughs> yeah, I was Max Headrooming like in the beginning of the show for some reason. It was very weird. Right. Yeah. Uh, that was Ayina like sent me a Max Headroom, like, dude, get your shit fixed. Um, I love you. I love you, BB. I, love I had to uh, lower the resolution. That's all that I had to do. So, hey, now I don't look pretty. Um, that's okay. The movie for me is. I don't want to say six and a half because I don't feel like this one's as strong as the other two movies. So I'm going to give this one. You don't have to. I'm going to give it a five and a half. I'm going to match. I'm going to go right there with with uh, with Brian. Five and a half. Five 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 point five. Look at them point fives. We might as well make that a six. Well, (laughs) I'll go five four so it rounds down automatically. You (laughs) best. We'll keep we'll keep it at a five five. so next week, uh, we, and again, Lala did mention, you know, do, do come over to the Discord and let us know what movies you'd like us to review, uh, because if you do, you could get, uh, you know, movies reviewed. We have Ensign Birch, who is one of our Discord, like, regulars. She, you know, they're in there all the time, mm-hmm. uh, you know, talking to the Trek channel, talking to the movie channel, talking in the general channel, uh, and they requested a series of uh, feral children or, you know, raised in the wilderness style films. So next week we will be approaching three films. We're going to do Hannah. We're going to do, what was the other one? Where the Crawdads Sing. sing, And then um, also. Uh, What is it? Never leave the forest or house. <laughs> Never leave like the that. forest. I, I love that. No, it's uh, <laughs> uh, leave no trace. Uh, is oh, the there you go. Trace. Leave no oh, chase. Yeah. So three films, you know, in that here. sort of vein. Well, we you see know. Brian's already biased. He's already there. Yeah, buddy. And <laughs> if you want, <laughs> as much as Netflix might be making everybody mad right now, all three of those films will be available on Netflix. So uh, cool. check those out. Um, we will be reviewing those on June fourth. And then um, I've also in the talks with Will Wilkins to see if he'll come back and maybe do an all Kevin Smith night where we can talk about three oh, Kevin man. Smith films with Will Sweet. Wilkins. I love I Kevin love Smith, actually. 
Gotta do dogma, right? Gotta do dogma. But we can't talk about it because it's not available anywhere. So nope. because I has it. can get you guys a copy. So oh, that's that's man. that's neither oh. here nor there. Uh, I have it right over there, I and so we could I refuse, figure it out. I refuse to pay for it. It was like thirty two ninety nine when I looked at it. It's expensive. Day. I was like, Harvey Weinstein can kiss my. Yeah. yeah. I said the Blu-ray copy is like a hundred bucks right now. So yeah. Uh, but Sorry. we can still watch it. So we can still watch it. Um. That that said, uh, this has been episode thirty of the Real Study. We do appreciate you stopping by any one of our three locations, if you will, digital locations. Uh, and uh, we will be back next week. We appreciate all of you. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.